All right, in an instant, an auto accident can put you in the worst financial position of your life. It's an absolute must. You got to hire the right lawyer. You're going to make sure that your insurance companies pay you what you are owed. Injury attorney David Feminini on his team, they are exactly who you need to call. They have been making insurance companies pay for over 30 years. They're going to help you with your case as well. David is ready to speak to you personally right now, 855-65-CRASH. That's 855-65-CRASH, or you simply go to the website, getdavidgetpaid.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. You know what? <laughs> first of all, shout out. Nice song, Roberto. Yeah, he's back. Came back out the gate with a vengeance. I, I like that. Little country flair to it. You know what, David? I do want to talk about that play. Let's put that play to bed and let's try to move on forward and talk about the uh, upcoming opponent. But it does lead me to believe one thing that I've heard it so much. And maybe, maybe I'm in the minority. Maybe I'm the outlier. Do people really believe in sports conspiracies. Do people really believe that a league has it out for your team? 248 I'm curious because I had to hear about that and that play. And you know they just don't want the Lions to win. Why? You're you're good for business. Why, why wouldn't they? Well, they just, they just won the Cowboys, really, because the Cowboys haven't won anything in three decades. Do you really believe? that there is a conspiracy against your teams, whether it's the Lions, the Pistons, the Tigers, the Wings, Michigan, Michigan State. Do you really believe in sports conspiracy theories that the league is out to get you? Because I laugh at that. They don't, but I understand. Because you look at the different things, especially in the Lions history. This man has been a lot of calls. It's been a lot of calls for other teams, too. But I guess you don't see that because it's it's your team. So that's just a question that I want to ask. But the original thing that we were going to start the show off with today, and by the way, happy Thursday to you all out there. With the what did we have a name for this? Because I, I see billboards are up across the city. And people are like somebody spent money to say no, Taylor Decker actually reported and is this the worst, the most egregious thing that has happened to you as a fan? Is this the worst screw job that a referee has ever done for you as a fan that just broke your heart, that you can't get over, that you can't get past? Or is there another play? Because I can think of many other plays, but I just wonder, is this the play that was the worst, the worst play that a referee screwed your team over. 
that you just felt like, come on, are you serious? You cannot call that. You cannot throw that flag. You cannot blow that whistle. Because in watching that game, it was very confusing. It looked like the Lions were winning, and then all of a sudden they weren't. And then they got to do it again, and then they missed it, and then they got to do it again. But that at this point, the head coach had, had pretty much – he was so upset. I, w- I could think of some other things. Gator brought up one in the crosstalk that I still think tops this one. The Phantom Foul. The Phantom Foul uh, was against Lambeer. That cost you an NBA Finals. That cost you right there. The other one, it happened in Dallas. But it was the Brandon Pettigrew when they picked up the flag. That was a playoff game. This, you still won a division. You're still in. I understand. I get it. You're angry. You're mad. I get that. But is or is this the thing that that you draw that line of delineation and say this was the worst thing I have ever seen in my life? Because I know a lot of people wanted the referees fired, banished, canceled, as the kids would say. They wanted them done. Is this it? Did we witness it? Because I think there's some a couple other things out there. And I want to know what is your worst screw job by the refs. And also, listening to that opening song, do you believe in sports conspiracy theories that certain teams must always win and certain teams must always lose? And, and yeah, you got screwed over. And it's because... The NFL just doesn't like you, Detroit. 248-539-9797. But to me, looking at it, there were three things, David. The Phantom Foul, that was one. That was a that was a big because that was game seven. You, I mean, you don't get any bigger than that. Yeah, let me let me let me give you something on that because that one was mine. And I was three years old when it happened. And here's why people saying, well, how can that be yours? Because I was raised in my family that we won three straight because of the Phantom Five. Oh, everyone! So would you tell didn't me, know any different. I didn't know any different. I would say, "Oh man, you know the Bad Boy era." As growing up, I'm like, "Oh man, I want to get back to that." We were losing in the '90s. I want to get back to the Bad Boy era, winning back to back. And they would keep keep correcting me. And the family would say, "No, we won three in a row. We were the three peat before the Bulls were the three peat." I'm like, what are you talking about? And I learned that as a kid because the Phantom Foul was it for my family. See, I can see that. If if you were a Lions fan, to me, it was the it was Pettigrew, and the, it was the pass interference that wasn't a pass interference. They picked up the flag. Couldn't believe that. I when I saw, it, I was like, wow. To me, that's bigger than the failed two point conversion because he got tackled, open field. And the explanation, I don't get it. The other one, this one's a little personal for me, David, because kind of how you grew up thinking that the Pistons won three, this is one of those sports things you can't ever tell me that I'm wrong on this. 2013, MSU Notre Dame. It wasn't just the referees through four flags on fourth down that kept the drives extended for Notre Dame, and they would score on them. 
MSU loses. If they don't throw those flags, they win that game, they go undefeated. They're the hottest team at the end of the year. They're playing Florida State in the national title game, and I do think that they beat – I think that was the Jameis Winston team. They beat them. The no-fly zone was in full effect at that point. That's one you can't convince me. But for Lions fans out there, you I, I know, the pain should have subsided by now. So to kind of put it to bed, was that the worst call you've ever seen against you? Now that you've, you know, the emotions are gone. Because if I would ask you this on Sunday, oh, yeah, Monday, if we had to be here, oh, yeah, you were fired up. It's Thursday now. Yeah, you're back in your right mind a little bit. You're angry, but when you compare it to other things that have happened to your team in sports, was this the worst thing or was it something worse than that? I want to hear what you got to say. 248-539-9797. I would ask Kenny, but Kenny is uh, taking phone calls right now. I I just want to hear what the Red Wings thing is because I know it's got to be Wings related. Or maybe it's draft related. Maybe it's the Wimbayama not coming to Detroit last year. You had the worst record in the league, and somehow or another, you didn't get Wimbayama. You got Thompson. He's just as good, just spelt differently. <laughs> I, I have the exact same thing for the Wings. They had one of the historically worst seasons that a hockey team could have a few years back. And they ended up in, like, the worst possible draft position you could have for the lottery. It's like, how does this happen to me? I feel like that was rigged, and I'm still upset about it. Was that Bedard? No, it wasn't Bedard. But Chicago got Bedard after a huge scandal that they had on their team, and that was also awful. They don't don't deserve Bedard either. But you believe in conspiracy theories? I believe in conspiracy theories. So do you believe in conspiracy theories? With the draft lotteries of both the NBA and the NHL, I'm starting to. I actually think I'm on board now. That's how Lions fans felt Saturday after the game in Dallas. Just when you thought you had won, just when you thought maybe the two seed or even the one seed would be in your grasp, it was taken away from you. So I've asked a couple of questions. One, do you believe in conspiracy theories, in sports conspiracy theories that a league is rigged against you? The other question, because I think it is time to turn the page. Was this the worst call you've seen against your team? The failed, well, it wasn't even a failed two-point conversion. The, the, the referee screwed up, and they got the wrong guy. They said it was Skipper, but instead it wasn't. It was Decker. The play worked. But in the end, you ended up with nothing but an L. Was that the worst play that you've ever seen the referees screw you out of as a sports fan? Or is it something else? As I said, for me, it was the phantom foul against Lambeer. And it was also when they picked up, ironically enough, in Dallas, when they picked up the flag against Pettigrew, which makes you wonder, David, if they play a playoff game in Dallas, how are you going to top these two plays? Because if you believe in conspiracy theories, you now believe the league will come up with a play that will top these two. Because I didn't think that that Pettigrew pick up the flag play would ever get topped. And it did. This one. Mine for the Lions 
And this might not be the most egregious, but in my mind it was because I think it was the first one that really shaped my thought process on how I'm viewing this team when I was a kid was the Calvin Johnson rule. when In that Bears game, that catch that wasn't a catch that should have been a catch, that's still a catch to me, and I don't care what anybody says. The Calvin rule is BS, and that was the first one that kind of just in my brain, that's like the origin story of my Lions fandom is, oh, I guess we just don't get any good calls going our way. All right, terrific. Okay. That was that was mine. I'm probably wrong about it, but for me, that was the biggest. Two four eight five three nine nine seven nine seven. There are other teams that experience things. I, you have to be older, but David, you benefited from one. You weren't even born yet. But if you're a Raiders fan, you've been screwed out of two Super Bowls. That was the beginning of their era of their the dynasty. immaculate yeah. reception, where the referees. For those who don't know, they were playing the Steelers in Pittsburgh. Uh, I think it was Tatum knocks the ball away from the receiver. The ball goes flying in the air. Franco Harris picks it up allegedly before it hit the ground and runs it in for a touchdown. They didn't have instant replay. The referees huddled up. And the story is they asked security, do we have security to get out this stadium no, we don't, sir. It's just me. Okay, touchdown, Pittsburgh. Let's go, Steelers. And then the whole tuck rule when they, you know, what's it was Michigan on Michigan crime. He hits Brady. Brady fumbles the ball. You can't tell me Brady didn't fumble. So I, I say that to say other teams have experienced bad things too. But I know here in Detroit, it seems like we get it a lot. So that being said, Joe, you're kicking it off. You're on 97 1. And then the whole touch Joe. Hello? Joe, yeah, you got turned on the radio. All right, what's up, guys? Hey. Look, we, it is a conspiracy. Going back to the Calvin Johnson's catch. And look, after all, the Lions play in a small market compared to Dallas market. Look, Dallas is the all-American team. It's, Dallas is a team... A U.S. team that everybody loves to hate. So ain't no way. Right. I, 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 ain't I, I, no way. It's not a conspiracy. Okay. All right. I appreciate the phone call, Joe. Joe Joe had problems turning down that radio in the background, so I had to let him go. Joe is saying that it's conspiracy. But here's what I have to say when people say, well, the league loves the Cowboys. The league loves the Cowboys so much. Why has it been 30 years since the Cowboys won a Super Bowl? Cowboys are a joke when it comes to the playoffs. Have you seen how they finished the last two years in the playoffs? They literally lined up Zeke Elliott at center by himself, along with the San Francisco defensive line, as they pummeled Zeke Elliott on his way to New England because they were like, you got to go. But he's saying Dallas is a bigger market. Detroit is looked at as a smaller market. All right. 248-539-9797. Tanner, you're on 97.1. Hey, Rico. Good afternoon. Hey, man. Good afternoon. Hey, so I was at the game this past Sunday. So this, just because it's so fresh in my mind, it, uh, that's the worst one for me. I've never celebrated something so hard in my life to lose. So I'm, I'm just, I'm, I've moved past it. But I have never won the Lions to be more successful in the playoffs because I need to get back to Dallas and have them beat those guys. Okay, Tanner. I need it. Tanner, I have a question for you because you got a unique perspective. Yeah. You were there. Right. Yes. Were you in the end zone where he caught the two-point conversion? I was, on, I was in the opposite end zone. Okay. So 
How long did reality kick in for you to realize it didn't happen? Like you were celebrating, like did somebody tap you on the shoulder and say, well, hey, dad, no, no, no. Look up, look up. It felt like a full minute. Like it was like, you know, we had a bunch of Lions fans around us. We were jumping up and down going crazy. You could see Cowboy fans. It was their nightmare, right? And you just, it felt like a long time. And then you felt, you know, that that slow, like that kind of a cheer, like, uh uh-oh. And then that's when you look down and you see the flag and you see Campbell going nuts and see Skipper going nuts. And and that's when you just knew, well, there was something there. But I'm, what I, you know, listening to you guys the last few days, we haven't been gone. I, um, you could not hear them report. There is zero chance. That was my next question. Did you hear the report? Yeah. No way. You, I, you didn't hear anything. It's over when uh, Coach Campbell said that they didn't hear anything on the field. I, I firmly believe that. You would have, you would have had no idea. Um, because that was probably the loudest part of the entire game was, was right, you know, leading up to that play. is the biggest play of the game. Everyone's on their feet. That you have 95,000 strong cheering. Um, which is why they ran the play because they knew they thought there was a good chance that they wouldn't hear it and wouldn't have time to react. So um, super frustrating, but I, I do really believe that, uh, you know, th- there's a good chance we're going to get back to Dallas and I can't wait to be there and, and hopefully they change that. Um, as for the conspiracy part, uh, I do think, and I grew up in Chicago and, and grew up a Bulls fan and the Derrick Rose, uh, you know, the Derrick Rose in the lottery definitely felt like, there's some conspiracy there that they want to get the Chicago market back. But I will say that with the Cowboys, I think that they really, really like having the Cowboys fans having legitimate Super Bowl hopes and those come crashing down every year. <laughs> so. I, I just feel like that's a sweet spot for them. <laughs> Stephen A. Smith loves it. You know, like it's, I think that <laughs> it's just too perfect that they're a 11 to 12 win team and getting the second round of the playoffs. So the Cowboys are the uh, NFL pinata is what you're saying. Yes, absolutely. I appreciate the phone call, Tanner. That is an interesting perspective. They're the pinata. They want Dallas there just to knock Dallas down every year. 248-539-9797. Let's go back to the phone lines. Let's bring in Tommy. You're on 97.1. Oh, yeah. Hey, Happy New Year, Rico. Happy New Year, Tommy. Mine has to be, you know, I was a 25-year season ticket holder to U of M football, and I was at the, oh, gosh, you got, it was 90, 1990 or 91. Desmond Howard gets tackled in the end zone. Was it Fred Brown from Michigan State? Was that the guy's Eddie name? Eddie Brown. Eddie Brown, yeah. Oh, All that was the yeah, number one versus no one. I remember that yeah, game. Yeah, Michigan was, Michigan was ranked number one. They were undefeated, ranked number one, mm-hmm. which makes it even that much tougher. And I, I'll never forget this. I see the uh, the picture in the, uh, the the news the next day. You got three officials, one on each side and one in the back of the end zone. All three of them are looking at the play. And not one had the guts to throw a flag. It's almost like, oh, I thought you were going to throw it. No, I thought you were going to throw it. Well, no, no, I thought none of them threw the damn flag. And it was like that was the most egregious one I've ever seen in my life because I was there. I was at the game. All right, well, that made me sick. Were you were you in that end zone? Did you? See I was that? in the opposite end okay, zone. Okay, good. But um, my the guy that sat behind us, he had binoculars. He, I knew him. He brought binoculars to every game. He's like, he got tackled. He got tackled. And we're waiting for the flag. Okay, Tommy. And there was no flag. Tommy, I, yeah. I, I feel your pain. I, I like to think we're friends. I'm about to tell you something that may send you off the deep end. 
and this is you you this may reopen that wound, okay? So a few years ago I know he could have caught the ball. No, 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 no. A few years ago, so I, I run into Eddie Brown. And I'm like, Eddie. So what well, happened? He said on he that did play? it on purpose. Oh yeah. He said, Oh, absolutely, I tackled him. It was no way Desmond beat. was going yeah, to he get got that. Beat. Yeah. He was like, I tackled him because I figured worst case scenario is they'd have to run the play again. Yeah, he's a Heisman Trophy again, winner. And, yeah. And they didn't and they didn't throw the flag, Rico. They didn't. He he admitted. Isn't oh yeah, amazing? I tackled him. Appreciate the phone call, yeah. Tommy. Oh yeah, and the big the Big Ten. You know the Big Ten came out on Monday. Remember, and they they apologized. They said we screwed up. We got yeah. it wrong. Which nothing. pissed off George Perlis. How does that help? Yeah, nothing worse than yeah. the big. Nothing worse than the Big Ten apology. Nothing worse or the NFL apology. You know what? I take that back. When the NFL comes out with a video, basically doubling down. Oh no 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 no, Detroit. That was on you. Kind of like Dave when we come back. On you. That was on you, Detroit. 248-539-9797. Yeah, I, that one, yeah, Eddie was like, yeah, man, I got beat. And there was no way in the world I was going to let him get that win on me. So I actually did tackle him. So, yeah, that did happen. All right, let's go back to the phone lines. Let's bring in DJ. DJ, you're on 97.1. What up, though? What right, up, my DJ? Dog? Nothing. I was actually at that game too. I, I broke up, my streak of of, of, win, of winning on the road. Um, but here's the thing, uh, Rico. Remember when I told you I went to the Chicago game and I left, and then they came back and won and all that kind of jazz. Yeah. Believe it or not, my impatient. I couldn't stand there and drink the soup. I was walking to the car with four minutes left yet again, and I had to stand by the uh, the tents and actually I'm hearing the crowd going nuts. So I actually end up walking that, watching the rest of that from outside the stadium, and I was in disbelief. But when it happened, I kind of wasn't upset because I instantly thought back to 2014. I thought back to 2014. So in my eyes, I'm with you on this one 1,000%. First for me, it's the Phantom File and against Kareem. Mm-hmm. That was like because it still sticks us fans to this day because it, it helped tarnish Isaiah's legacy, so to speak. Because if Zeke had three in a row, that puts him in a whole different category. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? That one was way more relevant, that cheating. And then number two, for me, it, the, the stakes wasn't that high, but the perfect game, the Tigers. Oh. That was one of the worst. Oh, my God, that one killed me. Because I was watching that game. That one killed me, man. Like, that was terrible. And then number three, I do got Pettigrew. Because to me, dude, for you to call a, 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 a obvious pass interference, huddle up. And then say, no, no, we, we can't let that happen. That's just how that seemed to me. Like, come on, dog. Like, that, that, that was terrible. Your second part of your question, do I think conspiracy? Absolutely I do. I used to didn't because I played mid-level sports. I'm like, no, nah, man, bull job. It's all about money, Rico. And when you start looking at it, man, it don't add up that uh, LeBron just goes to Cleveland. The Wimbiana thing is the one that really tipped me over. Like, oh, we got the most balls, but yet we throw Popovich a bone right when he about to retire. Absolutely is, is some thinking. And I just think that one caller, Rico, said it best. I think more so is because Detroit is a small market. People really don't like this city. They want the New Yorks, the, the L.A.s, the bigger markets for the money standpoint of it. So I think whenever it's given an opportunity, they kind of stick it to us when they can because they don't want us there anyway, like the Spurs and the Pistons when they was playing the finals. They didn't want to see that. So that's just me. 
DJ, appreciate the phone call. 248-539-9797. Do you believe in sports conspiracy theories? And was Saturday's touchdown, I mean, two-point conversion, non-two-point conversion, the biggest screw job you've seen from your sports team by an official? All right, we'll get to the ticket text. We haven't been hitting that hard. I got a personal, couple personal ones. Uh, Freddie's Pizza Man. Paul, Paul Edinger hitting the field goal. That created the Millen era. That was the beginning of the Matt Millen era. Yeah. Just meaningless field goal. It goes through the uprights. What seemed meaningless became, had a meaning. It, it wow. had a meaning. Wow. That's a good one right there. Uh, not Lions related. But my boy Phil said um, the Saints, the pass interference. With the Rams, yeah, and the Saints got that 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 was almost lying. Could you imagine if that was like the Rams and the Lions and that play happened? Oh, David, we would have phone lines for years. Yeah, give me a couple of ticket texts. We'll get back to the phone lines two four eight five three nine nine seven nine seven. We are talking about one. Do you believe in sports cons- conspiracy theories against the Detroit teams? And two, was the call in Dallas? The worst screw job you've seen by the referees to one of your teams. Go ahead, David. Uh, someone says the Louisville Michigan Natty game. Mm. Burke blocked Siva, but it's called a foul, cost us a Natty, Chris and Hartland. That's also a phantom foul in my mind because he was clearly not fouled. You know what, Chris? If this makes you feel good, I wanted it to be a foul. But when I went back and saw it, it's not a foul, it's Rico. Not a fou- it wasn't a foul. David, you know how hard it is for me to say that? I know. Okay. I'm sorry. I'll stop yelling. I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I just It wasn't a foul, but they called it. I tried to defend it, but deep down, I was like, that's, that's, that's not a foul. Yeah, and I know it didn't matter in the end. Well, for that game, it mattered. But when the Pistons drafted him in the second round, Siva, Oh, he was never going to make it in this city. I never wanted him to make it. I was no. like, dude, get him out of here. They, <laughs> Well, the, I guess the good news is it's not a ton of Wolverine basketball fans. Correct. But, yeah, he was never going to be embraced in this city ever because they would always remember, oh, you were the guy that got lucky. Go ahead. Regarding conspiracy theory, someone says, yes, I'll go to my grave believing that the NBA wanted Patrick Hewing in New York. That is Mark from D.C. The infamous cold card. Now, here's what, here's where the conspiracy theory the NBA really makes it, they, they almost validate it because when you have to change the system, because back then it was just a bunch of cards were thrown in there. Every, it was, every team had a shot at number one, but for some reason or another, yeah, Ewing comes out, New York market, yeah, because I think the Pacers were actually the worst team and he should have been an Indiana Pacer. So they changed up how it went and, yeah, the LeBron thing. That was hard to explain how the kid from Akron, Ohio, got to go and stay at home and basically turn Cleveland into something. Yeah. One more, and then we'll get back to your phone calls. Oh, man. Mine, he says, mine would be the Red Wings 09 final against Pittsburgh where the refs didn't call the too many men on the ice for over a minute, had to get the crybaby his cup. Oh. Kenneth? Yeah, that was a really good one. I didn't even think of that one. That was fantastic. 
And I agree with that. They did want to give Sid a cup. I two four eight five three nine nine seven nine seven. Let's get back to your phone calls. Ned, you're on ninety seven one. Hey Rico. Hey Ned. Uh yeah. Conspiracy theories are real. I don't know if it's necessary conspiracy theory, but I mean there's just too much stuff that happens that you can like it's hard to not say uh you know something's going on. Like the Rangers getting the number one overall pick a couple years ago. That that was crazy. I still don't know the, the guy dropping the ball on the floor, and then who knows what what's going on with those things. But uh, as far as the Lions concerned are are concerned with this topic, I don't think that like I'm over it. If this was the 2000, if this was like a Patricia regime Lions team, maybe. I would stew on it a little bit more, but I'm already on to Minnesota. Um, but I think the most egregious was um, the Galarraga no-hitter. Um, that just altered history um, in terms of, like, historical moments. I mean, a perfect game is unreal, and to have it not called by a really, really bad miss, you know what I mean, that, yeah, that yeah. missed call. You know what, Ned? You know what I've never understood is why baseball has not come back and just reversed it and said, we screwed this up. That's now going to be acknowledged as a perfect game. It's very easy to do. I, I've never understood why baseball just won't go and do the right thing. They they should, and and especially with, I think I think it wasn't long after that, maybe a year or two after that, they, they started in, implementing the replay anyway. And I know that I forget if it was Cornell or one of the universities over there on the East Coast did a pretty lengthy uh, appeal with the MLB about it, and they denied it, saying that it wouldn't um, like they'd have to go back and alter too much. But um, yeah, I'm with the, the baby Rico. in your arms, man. That, that that's, yep. that's, that's it's full of what's ever in that diaper right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> appreciate Thanks, the Rico. phone call. <laughs> Two four eight five three nine nine seven nine seven. Even that baby wasn't having it. Just, I've never understood why baseball. When the umpire comes out and says, "I blew it," and I, and I I applaud the ump because he could have went full what the NFL did for the Lions and came out and doubled down and said, "No, we're sticking with the call." Umpire said, "Man, I screwed this thing up. I'm so sorry for what I did to this kid." All baseball has to do, to this day. We're going to reverse that. It was our fault. Like, don't even get me started on, on the baseball people because they really believe that they are so high and mighty, and that's why you're a failing sport. Right. If they could prevent people from going to the Hall of Fame for steroids, then they could change record books, right? Yeah. It's just one game. It's one game that the umpire said, guys, I made a big mistake. I don't see how this affects history. Okay, you now add a new name to a perfect game list. Wow. Okay. And? Everyone knows he should have been there anyway. Is, is, that, so. is that so hard? 248-539-9797. Kevin, you're on 97.1. Hi, Rico. Hey, man. I'm, I'm still real bitter over this game, but that playoff game in Dallas, the picked up uh, flag. Oh, pedigree. that really – yeah, and the thing that really rattles me to this day, you know, Des Bryant was running around without his helmet on, which was an automatic penalty. You're right. But the two things, and the two things beyond that, that was Gene's territory. 
And now to see Gene Steratore, I believe it's Fox. He's their official that they go to on plays like mm-hmm. that. And he was the guy that was on the field that day that that did that. And then on top of it, the NFL ended up apologizing to the Lions for a mishold on Sue later on in the in that same game. Playoff game, Gene Steratore, an apology for the wrong thing. That I don't know how anybody can't that. And I was at the Galarraga game, so <laughs> <laughs> I've seen my share. But that that one that was the one again. Yeah, and it's seeing Gene Steratore now as this official that oh we're we're so glad we have Gene in the booth and blah blah blah. No, 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 Kevin, I Kevin, I get it. Appreciate the call. It's like I'm sure a lot of Lions fans hated seeing Matt Millen in the booth afterwards and hearing his opinion. And every time he would say something, you're like, yeah, but you also orchestrated an 0-16 team. So shut the hell up, Matt. It, it, it does ring hollow when those types of people are – they're rewarded. It's like everybody got ha- when when the uh, when this refereeing crew got the Baltimore Pittsburgh game. But I still say that's not a promotion. I don't think that that the, the Baltimore doesn't care about the game, David. That's the equivalent of a G League game. I mean, that's like no, a, a step not. above Arena League. Because what's going to happen now is my team, who can still make the playoffs with the win, and we need other things. But now we'll get screwed, David. If you get screwed. It's because you just screwed yourself. Baltimore is where's the game at? It is in Baltimore. They're staying at home. They're not even showing up when a team is telling you we're not playing all these people. It's your game. Just go out there, run your offense, put that that Hall of Fame quarterback you got out there. No, they'll just screw us out of the game like they did the Jesse James versus the Patriots game. We could have been the number one seed in the playoffs. Instead, number two seed, we end up losing. Wow. <laughs> Got your college football playoff championship happening this Monday. Washington Huskies versus David's Wolverines. If you want a detailed breakdown, talk to a uh, a Husky uh, guy who follows them, covers them out in Seattle on the five-star zone. Check that out. Also, got the Michigan side with Howard Griffith. We did two today. Kenny, David, what you got for me? So, I'm not exactly a fan of the way this playoff shaked out, has shaken out. So, I decided... Because you don't want it anymore. That is correct. So, um, we're looking ahead to next year. We're looking at the <laughs> contenders for next year season i found a list on this is not over with kenny yeah to me it might you know what you got two future big 10 teams the big 10 will they'll own the national champion next year and there'll be a rematch as well this is my blitz this is not your blitz if you have one then you can do it yourself Okay. okay so we're looking ahead to next year at the contenders bleacher report came out with a list of the seven contenders i'm going to add a few myself Let's begin with the two currently in the national title game right now, Michigan and UW. What do you suppose their chances are of coming back and being in the same game again? I'll have David in this one, too, because I'd like to hear. Um, Is this like a this... one to ten type of thing? or Sure, it can be a one to ten. I, I would say for Michigan, man, it, everything is so up in the air. 
it really boils down to if J.J. comes back. Not even Harbaugh. Because I, I think you'll be fine under Sharon Moore if you do the right thing and hire that man. He could lead you for a long time. He's young. I mean, I, I hate to say it, but yeah, that's a guy I wouldn't want to see you hire as a coach. J.J. comes back. You have a shot at this because the Big Ten, it's wide open. You know who the best quarterback in the Big Ten will be next year? Would it be J.J.? No, it would back. No. Dylan Gabriel. I'm not putting him there For yet. Oregon. Mm-hmm. J.J. really doesn't throw the ball, David. Uh, but you're coming back. You're defending champ. If he comes back, he's he up comes there. Back, he's he's up defending there. champ. He has yeah. a ring, but he still doesn't throw the ball. It kind of, it's like a running back who doesn't run. You're, you're not oh, really a running Donovan back. Edwards. Okay. Touchdown, black guy. <laughs> oh. No, you're right, though. With that Michigan. was the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> so many question marks with Michigan. So I can't say right now if they can come back and compete next year. With Washington, who's quarterbacking? Who's the quarterback? They went out and got the Mississippi State quarterback. He's transferring in. Kenny, I would say I, I don't think neither one of these teams gets back next year. I'm with you there. Let's go to one that's always a perennial favorite, whether they deserve it or not. Alabama, always a favorite. They're bringing back Jalen Milrow. Whether he's going to be any good is also up in the air. They probably will have a better center, though. Yeah, you have to because their center transferred to Lowe's. So he'll be greeting you at the door. You know what? I- I'm starting to think that Bama may be going the way of Clemson, where they're not the same as they once were. They'll be a 9-10 win team, but no. I think the, the luster is gone from Bama. No, I think they'll win their side of the SEC and then beat Georgia again in the SEC title game and make the college football playoffs. Don't like that? Feel like you were just trying to be mean to me. Next one on the list, Missouri. They're bringing back quarterback Brady Cook following a breakout season and improved defensively. Their team will be next year. What do you think about Missouri. David, cut his microphone off. They return a, they're a really good no, quarterback. No, 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 because I'm about to say something he's not going to like. So Uh-oh. cut off Kenny's I think mic. I know what you're about to say. Yeah. I think Missouri can make it. I think Missouri may be representing the SEC next year. Yeah, that's ridiculous opinion. Um, <laughs> you asking me. <laughs> you're right, this, but this is my blitz, damn it. I got to take control back. Um, so the next one on the list, uh, Ohio State, a bunch of players coming back in the defensive end to return. Um, are they coming out of the Big Ten alive? No, I don't think so. I think that Ryan Day is broken. I, I didn't believe this, and, and finally this year, I, I am believing it, that Ryan Day is it's, it's not happening. You don't have the quarterback. You have pieces around there. But unless they go and get somebody, maybe uh, Caden Salters from Liberty, Pretty much the only quarterback that's worth anything that's still out in the portal. I don't like what they have. And no, you right now, you don't have enough to beat Michigan. If you can't beat Michigan, you're not getting to the title game. Yeah, I, I, th- I thought Cam Ward would be a perfect fit for them. But the minute he declared, I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, who's playing quarterback for Ohio State? Because Brown is not the answer there. Right. So so, Liberty's quarterback may be maybe. the guy. That's about it. Next one here, Ole Miss. They have a top-ranked transfer class, defense, big transfer hall. Quarterback Jackson Dart will return as well. No. Uh, Ole Miss is entertaining. Ole Miss is fun, but Ole Miss will always be Ole Miss. 
and just find ways to lose some games. Yeah, they're probably going to be another nine-win team next year, but they're entertaining. They score a lot of points. They got a fun coach who says and does stupid stuff. But no, if anybody's going to win the SEC, it's, it's Missouri. Well, how big of a loss will Judkins be? Because he just entered the transfer portal. So because of that, question mark there, I can't say they'll be there. Sorry. Next. Come on, Kenny. Let's just go ahead and I feel like Dan Campbell. Just say it, Kenny. Let's just get it out the way. We'll get there. Don't, don't okay. worry. Don't worry. Don't. It's a grand finale type of a deal because I believe that's happening. Um, next one is Oklahoma defensively took a gigantic step forward with uh, head coach Dan Lanning. Um, do they make it any further? Oklahoma or Oregon? I'm sorry. Oklahoma, uh, Oregon. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm like, wait, did Lanning leave? Okay. No, no, Oregon. No, no, no. Okay. You know what? Yes. The Big Ten is going divisionalist. Oregon bringing in, uh, yeah, they brought in a couple quarterbacks. Like I said, they they, they brought in um, Dylan Gabriel. They also brought in Dante Moore. Yeah, I can see Oregon being one of the top teams in the Big Ten. Landing plays a Big Ten style. Yes, I think Oregon can make it. David? about Oregon because I'm, I'm just I'm just looking at their schedule and yes they'll be there you still got flashbacks of Dennis they Dixon got, and the sledgehammer at the they, block M they got Ohio State at home Michigan State at home yes they're at Michigan that's later in the year and they still host Washington at home yes with the divisionless Big Ten they'll be there and of course let's not forget America's back-to-back champion Georgia Bulldogs you no, have no love for my Spartans I mean, all right, okay. Rico, uh, Spartans. <laughs> Thank you. Carson Beck's coming back. They got uh, Tra- Trevor Etienne transferring from Florida. Number two recruiting class in this year. Number one upcoming in 2024. Rico, David, Georgia. Kenny, let me ask the question. Is Missouri in the same division as Georgia? Yes, they are. I'm looking at it right now. Yes, they are. That game is going to decide. I like the ultimate- no, no, no. I like yeah. I like Georgia. Georgia showed me never doubt them again. What they did, what Kirby Smart did, and rallying those players. He he is the ultimate in making people believe that it's us versus the world. They're always going to bring in talent. Unfortunately, as I told you, they picked a bad day to have a bad day. They should have been in the playoffs. They should have had a chance to go three-time champion, but it was difficult to do. It hasn't been since Minnesota in the 1930s, and there's a reason why. But, yeah, I think they could start the streak over again and hit the reset button. So, yeah, I if, if your conference didn't have divisions, that would be the best conference title game in Atlanta. And that kind of brings me to the next question I wanted to ask about this is the expanded playoff. You're going to have room for Georgia still in there. Amongst other teams that are on this list, your Missouris, your Ole Misses, your whoever, um, does that, how big of a factor does that play, or do the top four teams just stay the top four teams? And no, that's no, the no. way it should have always been. No, I, I like the expanded playoffs because what it's going to do, it's going to show you, it's going to come down to coaches. Who could come up with the game plan? Like, when you have a month off to prepare for the bowl game, you saw what mentor, you saw what more could do. Now, the bigger question, what do you do with six days of preparation? Plus, it's uh, Dylan Johnson. 
How do you handle injuries? If one of your star players goes down, do you have the depth to insert new running back or do you got to shoot this guy up in his ankle and get him out there on the field? I like it. And the home games, we've had two years of great semifinal games. Guys, hear me out. There will be some bad games in the playoffs, just like you saw the Georgia-Florida State game. I think that's going to be an outlier because you're going to see a lot of home games. I Let's just say that what is uh, four games, like for the first four games at home, three of them are probably going to be pretty good. You're probably going to have one, whoever the group of five game is, you're going to blow that team out. I don't know why we have to invite them to the table. I'm, I'm less worried about that, though, because it seems like every year, even with the four-team playoff, there's always at least one or two stinker of games in there. That always happens. And the, yeah, and we've had two good semifinal games. We didn't have a good final game last year. I mean, my God. Yeah, you're, you're ordering chicken wings in the third quarter. Okay, so one last one real quick. This is for Mike. Uh, Texas, plenty of experience ah. returning. Defensively, they're capable of taking a step forward as well. And they're in the SEC, now that'll test them. No, if Texas was still in the Big 12, I would say absolutely yes. Texas is about to become the SEC version of Penn State, where great name, but you're going to find out the neighborhood got a lot tougher. They'll be in a bowl game every single year. They'll have winning seasons. They just won't win ever. Right, when they, but when they go up against Georgia and they go up against the big boys, they it won't happen. Now, you got Quinn yours coming back. You have a lot of pieces in place. I just don't believe in Stark. I don't believe in Texas. Texas is not back. And that is your college football blitz. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So, David, does that count as a conspiracy theory of Chase Young going to the 49ers? No, I don't think so. I don't. I, I just wanted to know. We're talking, do you believe in sports conspiracy theories? Talking with Beanie during our update guy during the break as he's saying Rasheed Wallace believes that the NBA had a conspiracy theory against the Pistons in 2005. I would say for that, if they did, Rashid, you were a part of it because 
Apparently, you were the only one in the building that did not know that Robert Ory was going to shoot the ball, and you left him wide open. So if there is, she, you were a part of it. Also, Lions fans, was this the biggest screw job you've ever faced? The referees took the two points off the board in Dallas. You lose the game. And, yeah, it, it still stings. It still hurts. Was this the worst screw job you've gotten from an official? Oh, by the way, the NFL came out, doubled down, and said, it's your fault. Taylor Decker should have come up to us and said, clearly, I am going into the game, sir, so that you know it is me and not Skipper. 248-539-9797. I do think that there's others that are worse than that call. The Phantom Foul against uh, Lambeer. Pistons game seven against the Lakers also picking up the flag against Brandon Pettigrew in the Dallas playoff game. Pettigrew got tackled. It was a flag. And then all of a sudden they decided it wasn't a flag. It was one of those times where I've, I've never seen a play get argued and a referee says, you know what coach you're right. I'm picking up the flag. David, I've never seen that. You see coaches lose it, and they sit there, and they yell at the refs, and they say this, and they say that, and the call stands. He won. Well, you know what? Great point. We're going to pick that flag up. As Roberto would say, no punishment. <laughs> Let's also not forget what Des Bryant did on that play. Yeah, he took he his helmet ran, off. He took his helmet off, ran on the field. You shouldn't be on that field. That should be another flag. Should be a flag. So play, play over, right? Yeah, and also uh, we had some talk about Galarraga and the perfect game, and I've still baseball, – baseball can fix that. Just give the man his flowers now. He's never going to the Hall of Fame. You've, you've made him famous because of this. We probably wouldn't even remember him that much except for the fact that he got screwed. Two four eight five three nine nine seven nine seven. David, what you got? This one, maybe Kenny can agree. I don't know. I don't remember this one. When Shea Weber bashed Zetterberg's head against oh. the glass. Yeah, go ahead and play that uh, Roberto drop again, if you don't mind, Rico. No punishment. Exactly. No punishment. I agree completely. <laughs> I love this. What about the conspiracy of Stockton being chosen over Zeke for the Olympics? I will truly believe there was a conspiracy to keep Zeke out. I don't think it's a conspiracy when they pretty much acknowledge he's not going. That wasn't a conspiracy. That was Michael Jordan saying, okay, David Stern, you have two choices. Choice A, I'll play on this team. Or choice B, you put Isaiah on this team and I'm not playing. And at the time, Jordan was bigger than Isaiah. His stock was skyrocketing. Everyone remembers that video of uh, a few years back when Zeke and Magic Johnson got back together. That's why they were crying and apologizing to each other because that relationship was shattered after that because Magic was on Jordan's side. Shocking. He said, no, whatever, take Zeke off the team. Yeah, shocking. Magic went for the glory instead of just standing up. (laughs) You mean he doesn't show up to Michigan State games at Breslin, random Iowa game? don't, don't, Don't get me started on that, David. It amazes me how but people worship that man and he shows up when he wants to show. Like, Steve Smith, 
puts his money where his mouth is. He shows up. He does things. Draymond, as bad of a villain he is, puts his money where his mouth. Magic has a statue. I'll leave it at that. You're not getting me go down that road. 248-539-9797. One more ticket text before we go to the phone line. Someone simply says, TJ Duckett and the clock. Oh. <laughs> it's criminal. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing at your pain, but I am. <laughs> when you listen to the call, though, you, I mean, you can't help but laugh, right? Oh. I'm a Michigan fan. I didn't oh. like it. But it's, I mean, the call of it is pretty funny for the Michigan side. Oh, you hate to see it, David. You just hate to see it. Oh, my God. Oh! <laughs> no punishment. <laughs> oh, he's winking at me. Did you see him? He, the, the, they stopped the clock. <laughs> Jim, they stopped the clock. I... Do you know what Radio Gold would be if the national title game ended like that and we get Doug and no, Jansen? No, it would not. No. Doug and Jansen to do something so similar. John, can you believe that? Oh, boy. See, that was not funny. <laughs> now you're saying do this on Monday. That's not funny. All right. I'm having way too much fun. 248-539-9797. Lenard, you're on 971. Man, what's up, fellas? Y'all cracks me up. Y'all know that. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoy it, because every now and then I think I'm just having radio for me. Go ahead, man. Man, you for sure, man. I get, you know what? I got two forgotten calls by the Lions, and one was good justice by the uh, Green Bay Packers with Dallas, all right? I'm going to go to Dallas first. You remember 2014 when Des Bryant caught the football? Ball never did touch ground, but he bobbled it into the end zone and still caught it, and they called it no touchdown. Yeah, it, that it was, was immediately after to pick up the flag after that game. It was karma. It was karma. Yes, it was. So let's say what history will prevail itself and say what what will happen this Sunday with Dallas and uh, Washington? Would not be great. <laughs> I would definitely just laugh at that one. It, and you then know what? Lenard, it, it would, but I think you want to play Dallas in the playoff in the second round instead of going to Philadelphia in January. Oh, I want Dallas. You know what? I want Dallas the first round. I, I want revenge because that, that that was egregious. I couldn't. I couldn't get. It couldn't get. It couldn't be no call no worse than that. Yeah, but you I don't. I, I, I don't think you can get it Dallas didn't. in the first round. But I get what you're saying. Know, Go right? ahead. And then I have another one for you, okay? Um, I forget what year. I think it was 2015 when Detroit Lions played uh, Seattle Seahawks, right? Did nobody know this rule but the referee. When Calvin Johnson fumbled the ball into the end zone, then one of the players backed the ball out the end zone. If the call was called per- correctly, Detroit Lions should have got the ball back on the one-yard line, which would left the Lions to win that game. Did he- this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Catch the ball? Or was it? Wait, wait. Was no, that he a... caught the ball. Mm-hmm. Calvin Johnson caught the ball. He tried to stretch the ball over the pylon, fumbled it into the end zone. But see how on um, defense of, I think it was linebacker yeah. of uh, Seahawks batted it out the end zone. Yeah. This would have gave Detroit Lions the ball back. Yeah, but okay. You know? But but here's the thing: you do realize you benefited from that call in that Dallas game, right? Right. Then I have one more for you. Y'all can let me go. All right. All right. All right, now we can go to the, um, I think it was the second or third game of 2017 or 16 when Detroit Lions played Atlanta Seahawks. All right, Golden Tate caught the ball, stretched across the pylon, line, got the touchdown, ruled it over. Oh, the Falcons, yeah, yeah. 10-second runoff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, I, I, I do remember that. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of Lions fans very upset you know about what? that. And I did what your guy, what um, your coworker did with the chair. I had a bottle of beer in my hand, and I kicked the ball through across the hall. I kicked it literally out the room across the hall with the beer flying right behind it. I was so pissed. <laughs> Appreciate the call. <laughs> Talking sports conspiracy. Can, uh, take two. Talking sports conspiracy theories, and also Lions fans. Was this the biggest screw job you've ever had done to you by the referees? Plain and simple. Let's go to the phone lines. My man, Jeff, has been patiently waiting. Jeff, you're on 97. Hi, how are you doing today? Good, how are you? Hey, um, you know, being on the phone for a while, most of my takes have been, you know, repeated. But um, biggest, I still will I'll acknowledge the Lakers because, the finality of it. I mean, it was there. The championship was in hand, literally, you know, pulled out. I mean, the Dallas, the two Dallas ones, what do they have in common? They were both the right call was made, there was a huddle, then a reversal of a right call to a wrong call. So that's what got me so salty about that. But I want to get into something, and maybe even Kenny can chime in. It's about the Pistons and the Red Wings just getting hosed draft after draft recently and I don't know enough about the NHL draft but what are the chances a team that makes the playoff gets the number one pick 
you don't, you know, the NBA, you can slip some back if you, you know, you could, you could go back from one to three or four or something like that. But I don't know enough about the NHL draft to figure out how a team that made the playoffs ends up with a number one pick. You know, so I'd ask for Kenny's on that, but just the, the picks, because why not just go back to the NFL's the best draft? So you get it according to record and the discussion. One of these games with balls and yeah, whatever. Because and, here's what happened, especially in the NBA, was it was the Spurs who just flat out said, we're not going to try. This, Jeff, I'm, this is where the commissioner steps in and says, okay, if you do that, then I'm going to put you at the end of the line. But I've often said, for like the Pistons last year, the top two or three teams, if your record is that bad over everybody else, the worst you get is third. But I'm going to try to keep it in the order that it went. And the Pistons and Houston, I believe, should have gotten one and two, and neither one did. That's what made it so bad. And, oh, by the way, yeah, when it comes down to the draft picks, that always – that's where the conspiracy really kicks in because the team that deserves it rarely gets the player. They do. I mean, LeBron in Cleveland, Kyrie in Cleveland. After LeBron leaves, Kyrie goes there. It's just like this goes even further back. The Charlotte Hornets got introduced to the league. They end up with Larry Johnson and Alonzo Mourning in back-to-back drafts. Ewing to the Knicks. Like it, it always seems to they find a way to get certain players to certain markets. It seems that way. And Kenny, I'll have to look at you. Is is it work that way for hockey? It has. I mean, Chicago is one of hockey's biggest markets. They're an original six team. And of course they get this mega star the second they start to suck. I mean So why didn't Detroit get him? Original six team, mega market for the league. I don't know because I, first of all, if you go back to like the mid-early 2000s, everybody always says Bettman has something against Detroit. I don't know if that's true or not, but, I mean, even when we sucked and were the worst of the worst, we looked like the San Jose Sharks. Any hockey fan that is out there knows what I'm talking about. We were just dreadful before the pandemic, and we couldn't get close. And it was just infuriating as a Wings fan. Two four eight five three nine nine seven nine seven. David, a couple of ticket texts. We get back to the phone lines. Aaron Rodgers' phantom face mask leading to the Hail Mary to beat the Lions. Hmm. Someone's saying uh, November 8th, 1997, Mizzou versus Nebraska. That was an illegal catch. Mizzou won the game. Was that the fifth down? I believe so. Yes, it was. Yeah, where the referees lost track of the downs. And they got Kenny. They played five downs. And it was like, wait, what what just happened here? How did you get to five? Like, was it a first down that I missed? No, no replay, but yeah, five downs. Yeah, win the game on five downs. Someone says Brandon Inge was hit by the pitch in game 163. Nick in a brown truck. Nick, great call, great text. I remember they said it hit his jersey. It did not hit him. And then it was the whole, well, is the jersey a part of him? Well, no, it hit the jersey, so therefore it grazed him. It's like, guys, that, that means he got hit by the ball. Right. The jersey wouldn't be hit. It wouldn't be there if it wasn't on him. Right. It's a part of him. Right. If you knock off my cap, that's a part of me. Like, yeah, wow. That I remember. I was I was watching that game over Rieger's apartment back in the day before he was married. Yeah, I remember that. 
248-539-9797. Let's go back to the phone lines. Worthy, you're on 97.1. Hello. Hey, man. Uh, mine, yes, I do believe in sports conspiracies, okay? The evidence is all around, okay? But uh, the worst decision, a uh, uh, play against uh, Detroit was Gagarag's perfect game. He got it. You're right. The... Uh, League could change it, so the question is, why don't they change it? Uh, now, yeah. they set a precedent in the George Brett-Tynepar incident. George Brett hit a home run. Billy Martin complained too much t- uh, pine tar on the bat. Re- uh, the umpires called George Brett out. Mm-hmm. Now, the league overturned that umpire decision, uh, gave George Brett the home run, and that's history. So the league can change it. So the question is, why won't they change it? And my guess, I mean, whatever, is Gagra is a foreign player. Has any other foreign player pitched a perfect game? I don't know that. You know what, Worthy? uh, I I don't know about that, and I appreciate the phone call. I would say this. I wonder if the Tigers really pressed this, that they could get it done. I don't think that the Tigers – if the Tigers show that they care, then maybe this gets done. But if the Tigers don't care, then why should the league care? I've often said the same, like, oh, well, you know, what about, you know, Lou Whitaker making it into the Hall of Fame? For the years, the Tigers never acknowledged him. So if the Tigers ain't acknowledging him, why should baseball acknowledge him? You don't need baseball to do this. If you're the Tigers, you come out and say, I don't care what baseball says. It was a perfect game. Put something up at Comerica Park to acknowledge that. It's what you can do. But if you're waiting on, unless you're going to go and have the Illich family go knock down at the door of baseball headquarters and say, make this happen, it's never going to happen. It should happen, but it's never going to happen. Let's go back to the phone lines. Drew, you're on 97.1. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, man. Hey, I just... It- it's Seattle to me. It's Seattle and Detroit when they with the batted out the ball, the batted out the end zone. I think it's that one because I feel like had we just you know advanced that year in the playoffs, I think we would have played. Um, can't remember who was next. We would have played, but it would have been an easy road, man. I'm sorry, I ain't got my facts all together, but I know for sure that was one of the biggest screw jobs in history. We had Prime Calvin. We had an okay offensive line at that point. We had some other weapons, and then we had an actually good defense that year too. So we could have we could have made some noise that year, and and that was one of Stafford's prime years. So that kind of screwed us. I feel like. I appreciate the call. I may be in the minority. That one I can't give you. That that's 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 a dumb rule. It's a dumb rule, and I think the NFL is actually thinking about changing that rule. Lions fans, you almost benefited from that rule in this game. CeeDee Lamb fumbles it into the end zone. No touchdown, no Dallas ball at the one. You got the ball as a touchback. That's one of the dumbest rules in sports. I hope that that rule gets changed because if anything, just give the team the ball at the one. And if that happens, then the Lions get the ball at the one. But, yeah, you know, shout out to the Seahawk player who realized if I knock it out the end zone, it's going to be our ball. Because I remember we were all like, well, why did you do that? Well, I read the rule books, and you didn't. So I'm smarter than you all. 248-539-9797. Let's get uh, Dave. You're on 
Afternoon, fellas. Hey, man. I don't know. I mean, I'm a I'm a diehard Lions fan, Michigan fan, but do you really consider it a conspiracy theory, or do we just focus on our own team? So it just seems like it happens to us all the time. I mean, I mean, if I maybe if I paid attention to Kansas City, hey, maybe they're getting screwed over too. I don't know. <laughs> well, that's called Taylor Swift, and that's something totally different. But Dave, yes. I understand. That's why I said for Lions fans who get bent out of shape, take a look at Oakland Raider history. A lot of things happen to the Raiders that you don't pay attention to. But, yeah, they, they got held out of two Super Bowls off of two calls in the playoffs that, yeah, the tuck rule and the immaculate reception kept right. them from Super Bowls. So it's not just – but, yeah, fans only care about your team, Dave. That's why I ask, do you believe in this or do you just think, you know what, what happens happens? I don't really believe in it per se, but I think it happens to everybody. And granted, we have our first year of bad luck, but it does happen. Yeah. Appreciate the call. We got the national championship game coming up. David, maybe a very happy man on Tuesday. I think Kenny's opted out for the college football altogether. So, yeah. For me, I'm hoping my godson can do it for me. Let's hit it, fellas. So unlike the guy to my left, or I'm sorry, to my right, I guess I can't tell directions today, uh, I'm happy about the college football playoff, everything about it. So here's what I want to do. I'm going to go over some winners and losers from the New Year's Six Bowl. So (laughs) let's start with the winner. And I know I'm going to mess his name up, so I'm not even going to try it. Nico... Yalamalava, whatever his Tennessee name is. Quarterback. The Tennessee quarterback. The winner is his hype train is already starting in Knoxville. I mean, the Tennessee QB position is so funny because, my goodness, it's like winning the prom king or the homecoming queen at your school. It's strictly based off of popularity. Uh, I mean, I know the Lions drafted Hendon Hooker, but we haven't even seen what he could do and. Yet people still remember he was a Tennessee quarterback, and I remember him going down the field and beating Bama. He beat Bama. He must be good. Joe Milton, yeah, you'll see him at the uh, XFL team near you or whatever the new league is called. I don't know. Yeah, I was told that he was going to be the next Cam Newton, Patrick Mahomes. How'd that work out? Here, let me know. (laughs) Yeah, this is the next on the hype train, and I got a feeling it'll finish the same way. Yeah, the Tennessee quarterback went 12 for 19, 151, a touchdown, and three rushing scores. Okay. I mean, Tennessee's cute, but Tennessee can't win. They're a team that's limited when it comes to the SEC. They sell out their place. It looks fun. I mean, it's it's, it's a bucket list play. I would love to go to, to go a Tennessee a game. game. Yeah. But, man, that team hasn't been good since T. Martin. Yeah, and man. just to put in perspective, that was the year after Peyton Manning, you know, retired now doing shows and commercials with his brother. Yeah. Yeah, Kenny, you should be very scared of Nico Alamalaba Ding Dong. For Learn Tennessee. the man's name. I will. I will. Uh, the loser, first loser, hopes for a group of five New Year's Six upset. And the hopes were Liberty. Thought where they were going to be Oregon. Yep, I did. That didn't happen. 
I did. And I'm not ashamed to say that cost me a lot of money. I I thought Oregon, like Georgia, was not going to show up. For teams like Georgia, and Kenny, I see you looking at me without even me looking over. This beneath them. This game, you don't, you know, we don't belong here. We yeah. So normally, when when it's a game like that, they go for the trip, they go for the swag bag, and they just kind of stand on the sideline not to get hurt. Bo Nix decided, like George, I'm going out with a bang. And wow, man, what the, whoo, Liberty never saw it coming. Yeah, let's get to the other side. So the winner is Bo Nix in the way he put an exclamation point on his career. He went (laughs) 363 yards passing, five touchdowns, completed 80% of his passes, victory 45 to now, what you'll get is a lot of people saying this is why the players should play in the bowl games. And I will still say I present to you Jake Butt, who killed his NFL career. We would be still talking about Jake Butt right now. Correct. He would be in that group of tight ends that would still be doing something. I don't know. He, he got drafted by Denver. Blew out yes. his knees. He even said, I'd do it again. Well, you would make the same mistake twice is what you would do. It means you didn't learn from your history, Jake, because you shouldn't have knowing what you know now. But yes, next year, Bo Nix will be the poster child for everybody saying, oh, you can't opt out of games. Look at Bo Nix. He helped his draft stock. Look at what he did. I wouldn't have played, but I'm sure he had a great insurance policy taken out on him just in case. The next loser on the list would be Wisconsin. Had a chance to end a disappointing season with a bowl victory. And they blew it, losing 35-31 to 31 to LSU. But it's not just that. They gave up 21 points in the final two quarters. They were up 28-14 to 14 in the third quarter. I know. And, and I was hoping for 28 points because I needed LSU ah. in the points. <laughs> like, Wisconsin, why are you caring right now? Luke Fickle. I, I, I don't know what to make of this Wisconsin team. I think they're good. I've been told they're good, but they haven't done anything that's really worthwhile. The Big Ten is going to be fun next year. Will you strip away the divisions? And because I think a lot of teams in the Big Ten West coasted, and I think they padded their records because they played each other and they were bottom feeders. Because if you would have put Maryland over there, if you would have put MSU over there, if you'd have put bad teams from the Big Ten East in the West you would have seven, eight, nine win teams. So, yeah, Wisconsin, yeah, they could be a loser. I, I, I really don't respect them. Yeah, just for context so people know, if you didn't watch the bowl game, no, they did not go against Jaden Daniels. The LSU quarterback was Garrett Nussmeyer, and they still Oh, by the way, that. LSU that then turned around and fired their entire defensive staff. Yeah, house is gone. Because, because no, everybody on the defensive staff. Oh, they're all gone. They're all gone because they let – Wisconsin scored that many points on them. That was the final straw. They were all, yep, by the way, here's a first-class ticket to wherever you want to go, just not back to Baton Rouge. Next loser on the list would be Alabama losing, which ended the SEC's title game appearance streak. You know, on the pod, I was trying to figure out when was the last time the SEC was not in the title game, and I could not think about it. It just shows me they don't want it anymore, David. They've gotten soft. They've gotten fat and sassy, as Tom Izzo would say. 
the SEC should be ashamed of themselves. And honestly, they should just opt out of football. Right, Kenny? <laughs> Lord knows Georgia couldn't get it done. I mean, my God. Yeah, Alabama. Let me say this correctly. Michigan, you beat the gold standard team. Saying that, I don't know what that Bama team was. David, if I if I put a golden gopher helmet and uniform on that team and told you that was Minnesota, would you have believed me? Probably. If I if I didn't tell you that was Alabama and said, oh, that's Minnesota, you'd have been like, oh, okay. That, and not being able to throw the ball. Not yeah. being able to hike the hike ball. Hike the ball, yeah. Like, for Bama, I had a – because you're the gold standard, I expect you to constantly be able to replace players. But, yeah, no SEC team. It's going to make it fun. But the good thing for Michigan, if you win, you can validate it by saying you knocked out the SEC. I guess technically Washington can say the same thing since they knocked out Texas. So you beat an SEC team along the way. And then I'll close it out with this one. Not much to be said, but the last winner is Washington's offensive core returning to then make the title game. Yeah. Um, David, I'm going to make that co-winners because Michigan did the same thing. And then they were losing the last couple of years in the playoffs and finally won a game to make. You know, J.J. standing there watching everybody celebrate. Both teams said, we're going to bet on ourselves. Let's all come back. Washington, I mean, Penix could have went in the last year's draft. I told you, I wanted the Lions to draft him last year. I thought maybe he could be that low first-round pick. He decided to come back. Rome Madunze, all the receivers. Yeah, it should be an entertaining game. I'm hoping for a lot of scoring in that game. I don't want to see a de- defensive struggle. I want to see scoring. I want to see points. Entertain me. And that is your winners and losers from the college football playoffs 97-1. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, we do this every week. We travel out to the desert to talk to our main man, owner of the D Casino and Circa Casino, Derek Stevens, joining us here on 97.1. Derek, Happy New Year to you, my friend. Happy New Year, Rico. How you guys doing? Oh, man, we're doing great. We are, well, kind of. Lions fans still a little upset over what happened in Dallas, but... I think they're going to get over it because they still got a home playoff game for the first time in almost 30 years. 
Yeah, long time, long time since that victory over Dallas, but uh, but I think maybe this uh, with the way it played out. Once we get over it, the uh, there's an element where I think the whole country feels the Lions got screwed on this deal. Um, you know, it might not be the worst thing in the long run here. I know you, we might have lost out on a potential seating issue, but uh, but overall, I think I think Lions are still all right. Yeah, it is funny because I, I think. By losing, they actually won because they gained support nationwide because it's not just a Detroit thing anymore. Everybody was like, well, wait, why didn't that count for Detroit? Why are you doing that to the Lions? So I, I agree with you, Derek. Now, in the yeah, You know, Rico, we have, we have a guy, uh, a vice president of operations, Mike Palm. He does this VSIN show with, uh, with Brent Musburger every week. You know, he's been railing on Brad Allen now for three years. So it's, it was just fitting that this is how it all played out been unbelievable yeah and i think i saw a stat i think the lions are now owing seven in games that allen has been the head referee so he normally does it normally doesn't mean great things for the lions when you see that he's the head referee Derek, right Derek, we got the games coming up for week 18 and and it's funny because it feels like the bowl situation in college football Well, you don't know who's playing. Everybody is opting out. At least the NFL, they have to tell you days ahead of time. But what's it been like for you guys just coming up with the different lines with everybody sitting out, all your star players, everybody's going to be on the sideline this weekend? Yeah, you know, what it does is it it creates a situation where you have a lower volume of bets. Uh, When you have this much uncertainty, it's it's kind of it's kind of tough for people to pull their wallets out and 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 uh, support a team, and that's kind of what I think we I would say we we're seeing so far for this week, um, you know, combination of of uh, who's playing, how long will starters play, um, if they play at all, and then you throw in a couple games with some weather conditions. Um, this has not been a robust start of the uh, of the betting week here going into week eighteen. Derek, what's been the most uh, heaviest game that's been bet so far? Well, right now, with the, the the game that we've seen the most the most um, line fluctuation is this Jags Titans game. We opened it at four and a half and forty. Immediately, it goes up to five and a half, and then uh, you know just overnight we're down to three and a half. So everybody's everybody's actually making their wagers, really just speculating on where uh, on where Trevor Lawrence's uh, uh, health situation is at this point. Talking with Derek Stevens, Derek, um, with the NFC Championship and the Super Bowl and all of that, the Lions are in the playoffs. What are the odds, especially for Detroit, for the NFC Championship and winning the Super Bowl? Well, a couple a couple things that I wanted I wanted to mention um, as far as uh, as far as uh, the 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 playoffs go. There's a couple of situations here uh, at for the house. That I wanted to throw out there. Number one, at 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 Circus Sports, so our sports brand, we uh, we're really long to the Ravens. I, I could tell you that uh, we we do not want the Ravens to win the <laughs> AFC. We do not want the Ravens to win the Super Bowl. And that that's going to be hard to change because that Ravens money came in all 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 uh, all season long. When we look at very specifically um, the the Detroit Lions right now. You know, last week we had them at fourteen to one. They're up to seventeen and a half to one right now uh, to win the Super Bowl. Lions winning 
is uh, is actually a pretty good uh, is actually a pretty good outcome outcome for uh, for the house right now. To win the NFC, Lions are plus seven seventy five. That would be a good outcome as well. We, we're uh, we're not in a good situation in the NFC uh, uh, versus the Forty ers because Forty ers look so dominant early. We took a lot of money there. Um, so uh, from a house side uh, and the NFC, we don't want the Niners, and from uh, from a uh, house side, we don't want the Ravens. So you don't want a rematch from Christmas night. That would just break you in the Super Bowl. That that's exactly the game <laughs> we uh, we don't want to see on. Uh, uh, the second weekend of February. You're correct. All right. And uh, on Monday, Derek, you got the Michigan Wolverines in the national title game. What kind of action are you seeing for this national title game? Oh, it's been good. You know, I uh, I didn't get to see our guys post the number. I uh, I made a I made a quick trip out to the Rose Bowl, was at the game. Yeah, I saw uh, your lo- social media. Yeah, it must be nice. <laughs> loved it. I mean, it's, when you're out in Vegas, it's a quick little trip. We made, made, the, made a way out there. It was a great game, great weather. Uh, Michigan, um, Michigan initially got posted. Uh, now you had to wait, obviously, you know, until until the later game happened. But Michigan initially got posted at three and a half and fifty six. Immediately got bet up to a five, so it was all Michigan money early, and it was at that point where where uh, uh, we started to see a little bit of buyback. It came all the way back down to three and a half, and now we're at a four. And it's been kind of settled in on this four. It looks like that's that's kind of looks like where it's going to settle at. The total, although it went down initially, is now up to fifty six and a half. So I could I could see four and fifty seven is how how it's going to look like uh, on Monday night. All right, talking with Derek Stevens and uh, owner of the D Casino and Circus Casino in Las Vegas. Make sure you check it out when you're in Las Vegas, Derek. This is your uh, last week for the Circa Millions and the Circa Survivor. How is that looking? Well, the uh, I'll start with the Circa Millions. And you remember last year we had a handful of handful of uh, guys from Michigan that won the thing. Um, this year it's going to come down. It's going to come down right to uh, right to the last week again. Um, the record this year of the individual in first place. It's a rather stunning, uh, stunning record. It, the uh, the the name of the team name is called Saint Thirty One. They are fifty nine twenty five and one this year. Uh, that's first place. And then you got a handful of people in second and three tied for uh, for third, all with records like that. So if you're a, if you're a football fan and a betting fan, uh, you know watching watching the plays of these handicappers has really been something. Uh, it's all it's all listed on the Circus Sports website if you ever want to. Follow or or, uh, or tail some of these guys, but fifty nine twenty five and one winner wins a million. Um, on Circa Survivor, this is the largest legal football contest uh, in history nine point two six seven million, and we are down to four remaining Circa Survivors. So um, it could go to one. One uh, one winner. It could go to two, three, or four. If it goes to more than one, then they chop the nine point two six seven million. So uh, they they all have uh, they all have a big big game coming up here on Saturday or Sunday. Now, do you make them sit in a room and watch it together? Well, it's funny. You know, know what happens, Rico? They're, they they all been coming out to uh, Vegas now the last couple of weeks. They more, more or less they've been coming out here since Christmas. Because they they're all locked and loaded, they're they're all making their hedge plays. 
So uh, mm, you know these, these guys are all these guys all have cash on their credit lines, and they're all betting you know a couple hundred thousand dollars a game because they're trying to hedge their position in case they get knocked out. So they're all going to be sitting with us uh, all day Sunday. We've got a we've got a few different uh, media companies coming in. They're, we're filming a documentary about it. We got uh, Jeremy Schaff from ESPN's doing a different documentary. We got Yahoo's so we got a lot of stuff going on watching these guys. I'm telling you what, with nine nine million on the line, just just watching these guys sweat these games is amazing. Yeah, you know what? If if Stoney can win something out of the circa millions, I, I got to join this thing next year. I, I do. <laughs> if Stoney can do it, anybody can do it. Derek, appreciate the phone call, my friend. We will talk to you next week as we get ready for the NFL playoffs. All right. Love it. Thanks a lot, Rico. Happy New Year. Thanks a lot, guys. All right. Happy New Year to you. That's Derek Stevens, owner of the D Casino and Circa Casino out in Las Vegas. Hey, go check him out, especially Circa. Wow. Great place to watch any game. They got the TV selection is great, and if you want to go outside at the pool, even better. Lions fans, I got a question for you. I'm going to give that to you next, 97-1. All right, before I get to the Lions question, I, I, I really can't believe Rasheed Wallace had the nerve. We've been talking about conspiracy theories today. Do you believe in them? That, Rasheed, does not count as a conspiracy theory that Stern wanted the Spurs to win because in Game 7 he called him his United Nations. You wouldn't have got to Game 7 if in get All you had to do. David, everybody in the arena knew where the ball was going. Robert Ory had to hit a three. He had to. Let him drive the lane. No. Rashid checks off his man leaves him open, and then says that is not conspiracy theory. Not buying it. No, nope. this makes me feel better. It is a conspiracy theory. David Stern wanted the Spurs to win. I'm not going to the other thing. No, if I, it's a conspiracy nope. theory, then Rasheed was in on it. I'm, I don't want to talk about that because that upsets me. This doesn't. David, everybody in the arena knew where the ball was going. It was like everybody's pointing. Pointing. Why is Robert Ory wide open? It's like the Coyote getting the arrows pointed in this direction. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's, you know what? Full circle. In 93, everybody at the Silverdome pointing at Sterling Sharp. He's running down the field. There's nobody on him. They're good. Oh, my God. There it is. Touchdown. Packers. Lions done. That was the last time you had a home playoff game. I was there. And, yes, everybody was pointing for that. Good segue, though. Lions fans, here's your question. Everybody's sitting out. You heard me talk to Derek Stevens. They don't know in Vegas who's playing, who's not. But I will ask you this. You get a home playoff game. Who do you want to see? Who do you want to play in that first game? You haven't had this game in 30 years. And now, looks like it's it's about a 90% chance it's going to either be the Rams or the Packers. You're going to play one of those two teams. Which of those two teams would you like to see your Detroit Lions play in two weeks in the wild card weekend right here at Ford Field? The L.A. Rams, you all know the story with that. That's Matthew Stafford coming home, the prodigal son, the guy who left, went out to the Rams, won the Super Bowl, 
and he's got his ring, and now he's coming back to knock your Lions out of the playoffs, or the resurgent Green Bay Packers who came here on Thanksgiving and beat you and extended your Thanksgiving Day losing streak. Which of those two teams would you like to see the Lions play? 248-539-9797. For me, I think you want to see the Packers. I think you want to see the Packers because I think you could beat the Packers. But the team that I think the Lions should have is the Rams. Why? You'll be more focused. You'll be focused because you don't want Matthew Stafford coming in here and beating you. The Lions will be on their P's and Q's, and they will be dialed in. See, I don't think that they respect Green Bay the way that I respect Green Bay. They still see Green Bay as cute. Jordan Love is cute. Yeah, you beat us on Thanksgiving, but you couldn't do that again. You don't want to see a divisional opponent. It was the reason why I I was so worried about Minnesota until Minnesota fell off a cliff. And now, yeah, because you would have had to play them maybe three times in four weeks. But it looks like you may get the Packers for the third time in the rubber match game. When you play a divisional opponent like this, they, they know each other. You got tape on each other. It's difficult to go. But if you're a Lions fan, I think you want to see the Rams because the Rams will make this team dialed in. The Rams will be – you'll be focused. You will not want Stafford to celebrate. You will. I don't think that you want to see the Packers. That's the one that could be difficult if you had to play them. You play the Rams, you beat the Rams. You play the Packers, and we got to wait and see who's going to be playing in that game and who's not. That's a different Packer team from the team where you went early in the season into Green Bay. You've seen what the Packers can do when they walked in here on Thanksgiving Day. I don't think you want to see the Packers again. Not that you're afraid of them, but I think the Rams, the Rams means a laser focus for this team because you have something to galvanize against. And that would be number nine, Matthew Stafford. You don't want him to come back here. You don't want him to do what Joey Harrington did on a Thanksgiving day with the Miami Dolphins and just tap dance all over you. You don't want him coming back to Ford Field and ending your dream season. You're going to do whatever it takes to stop that from happening. You don't want to hear Kelly Stafford on her podcast saying, well, it was great to be in Detroit and we beat the, beat the Lions and now we moved on to something. You, you don't want any of that. And honestly, I don't think the Rams want to play you. The Rams are sitting everybody. They are conceding a loss because they would rather go to Dallas than to come here and play in Detroit. They're telling Green Bay, go beat the Bears and you can go play the Lions. We don't want to play. If you're Detroit... You want to play the Rams, 248-539-9797. If you're a Lions fan, playoffs are happening in two weeks. Chances are you're going to get one of two teams. Which team would you prefer to see your Lions go up against on Wild Card Weekend, the Rams or the Packers? For me, you want the Rams. And, come on, you want to beat Stafford deep down. You want to beat Stafford. You want to beat Stafford because of he went out and got a ring. He abandoned you. He left you, and he gave you Jared Goff. And for some people, that ain't good enough. 
There's a whole lot of people who are not big Goffs fans. You feel like the Rams won the trade. If you beat the Rams, you somehow get a jab in and say, okay, you may have got a Super Bowl, but we knocked you out the playoffs, and we're moving on. 248-539-9797. David, if you have to pick between the two, who would you like to see the Lions play? Football-wise, I don't think they have a problem with either team. They don't. I don't think so. Um, You're happy. We're talking playoffs. Yeah. We're not talking drafts. We're not talking tank the game for a pick. We're saying go out there and win. Go ahead. Correct. So here's the thing, and and I'm selfish for this and the reason why I'm saying the Rams. It is because one, Doug Karsh. Love the guy. (laughs) I respect the guy. He does a great job. But he is refusing to talk about Matthew Stafford. He doesn't want the storyline to overshadow the Lions' first playoff game at Ford Field. And I get it. But I want for him to have to talk Matthew Stafford. So I want the Rams. Let's go Rams. Face the Rams. Win that game, L.A. Win that game. So the embargo gets lifted? Yes, that's what I want. I, I want to force that to happen. How do you have an embargo? I Don't get me started on that. I love the guy. He does a great job. But because of that reason, I just it makes have to him feel uncomfortable. I'm selfish, man. Yeah. Okay, fair enough reason. 248-539-9797. Detroit, I am asking you. Chances are you're going to get the Rams or you're going to get the Packers. Yes, there is an outside shot. You could get Seattle. There's an out, even worse shot that you could get the Vikings again. But probably a 90% chance it's going to either be the Rams or the Packers. Which would you prefer here at Ford Field for the first time in a long time in a playoff game? Because I say you want the Rams. But I'll hear what you have to say next, 97-1. Talking Lions, wildcard weekend opponent. Going through the different scenarios, looks like you're probably going to get the Rams. There's a possibility that you could also get the Packers because the Rams, if the Packers win going up against the Bears and the Rams lose, I think you get the Packers. And the Rams aren't trying. They're 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 sitting they're sitting a lot of people, which is shocking because I the Niners are sitting people. So I thought maybe the Rams would want to take that easy victory. They don't. They're willing to concede and say, no, 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 you take it. So if you're a Lions fan, who do you want to see run out that tunnel to play your Detroit Lions wildcard weekend? First time in 30 years at Ford Field. Kenny down there, hair slicked back in a tuxedo in the suite. Who do you want to play? Because I think you want to see the Rams. Because I think the Rams... This team will be laser-focused if it's the Rams. You're going to want to beat Stafford. You're going to have that common enemy of he left here, he won a Super Bowl, and left you with golf. You want to show that, you know what, you thought you won the trade, but we we got something out of this too. And if you're Jared Goff, what better way to shut up your critics than to beat the guy, the coach, and Sean McVay, who gave up on you. He wanted you out of town. He demoted you before he traded you. 
He basically said, we want to get rid of you so bad, we'll get through on some, we'll take golf and we'll give you some extra picks. Give us Stafford. Your golf. There's all the motivation that you need is seeing that blue and yellow Ram helmet and going out there and winning. 248-539-9797. Let's go to phone lines. Dave, you're on 97.1. What are you doing? Hey, man. Good. Yeah, I think I'd rather play the Rams too, but I have a – I don't know. I don't think the Bears are going to lose that game against Green Bay. That's my personal opinion. They've been playing playing pretty good, and I think it's going to be a – to go into Green Bay and knock them out of the playoffs, I think it's going to happen. You know what? I, I think, Dave, I think it's going to be one of the more entertaining games, just like the uh, Buffalo Dolphins game because there's so much on the line. But Green Bay losing to Detroit, Aaron Rodgers leaving town, I think this is Love's chance to put a stamp on this team and say it's all mine, and you play a divisional opponent in the Bears. And come on, man, you you can't ever put too much faith in the, in the Chicago Bears. That's when you get let down. They're a oh, good I team. I like Fields, but that's still the Bears. Well, he is playing better, so I really hope it's a good game. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. Two four eight five three nine nine seven nine seven. Who do you want, Rams or Packers? Who do you want? Because if Matthew Stafford comes in here and beats you, I don't know if the city can handle it. But if you beat Stafford, you better go ahead and just get ready to give Jared Goff his flowers because he knocked off. It, it it feels like the Lions got to – they didn't win the deal because you got to win a Super Bowl in order to, be, to break even. But it feels like you didn't get fleeced. 248-539-9797. Al, you're on 97.1. All right. How's everybody doing? Good, Al. How are you? I would rather have the Green Bay Packers come in instead of the Rams. Why is that? Because Matthew Stafford would come back here. It would it would it would tear the city apart. <laughs> Can you imagine that? The guy that at one time people were saying he wears his hat backwards. Yeah. Oh my God, huh? Yeah. And he knows the field. He knows the field. But 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 Al, he played here. But you don't think that the team would just want to be able to say, you know what? For the first time, the defense. There's no red shirt on Stafford. We can hit him. We can knock him out if we can. Yeah, I, true, very true. But the thing about the Green Bay Packers, and you know this, that's the black and blue division. Yeah. Look what they did to us Thanksgiving. Yeah. That's why I'm saying, wouldn't you I rather paid put two hundred bucks for a ticket Thanksgiving <laughs> to come in there? I went online to Ticketmaster today. A hundred and eighty-five dollars for standing room only for the Vikings game. Really? Wow. Oh, they're going to drop the banner. That's why. That's why. Yeah. Yeah, now, well, what's in your wallet? <laughs> Nothing in mine. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate the call. <laughs> Who would you rather see, Rams or the Packers? Rams, it's Matthew Stafford. Al brought up a good point, David. You know what? Let me talk to the Lions fan of the show. Kenny? Yes, sir. 
you're going to be down there feeling good, hair slicked back in a tuxedo. Would losing to, to the Rams tear the city apart? Uh, the short answer is yes. But now, reason- I, don't, I don't think you're going to lose to the Rams, but Al brought up a point. Man. That would take the soul from Lions fans, but this year is the year that everybody's been saying things like, this is not SOL. This team feels different. Everybody says that. Would beating Stafford in yeah. Ford Field, something that Stafford was not able to do, is win a home playoff game in Ford Field. I think that puts the final dagger in this SOL thing everybody's talking about. I think it ranks right up there, even though it's in the playoffs when, when Schwartz came here and you wanted to beat him and you didn't. Right. So, yes, losing would probably tear the city apart. It would take the soul from Lions fans. But winning is the final dagger, I think, in SOL. I don't think it's the final dagger. I think it is. No, 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 no. You, the final dagger is hoisting the Lombardi trophy. Okay, yeah, that is the final, no, this, final this, dagger. This is this is this is chopping off another limb. You've wounded the animal. Of SOL. You've yeah. wounded the animal in a critical way. You have. Stafford and for Goff to come back and beat the team that threw him away, beat the guy they traded you for. The guy that people still kind of compare you to and compare your 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 seasons and oh look at this and Stafford did this and because I always laugh all, all the caveats that Jared Goff has to do in order for him to get resigned I don't recall these hurdles ever being placed for Matthew Stafford it was he's our guy he's our guy but Goff needs to do this Goff needs to throw for these many touchdowns Goff needs to do that he needs to win this game he needs to be more mobile he needs to be able to throw the ball away he needs to do this he needs to do a whole bunch of stuff Stafford didn't have that whether it's Goff or whether it's the Lions beating Stafford I think this is that's like team of destiny type stuff that then you can begin to say wow this team could go somewhere huh Two four eight five three nine nine seven nine seven. Oh, let's go to this man who has the greatest name in the world, Rico. You're on ninety seven one. Hi, how are you guys doing? Good. How are you? Good. I think we're kind of looking at it wrong, because if we look at the two teams, for example, the Rams, they have Stafford, they have Nakua, they have Higby, they have Cooper Cup, they have an upcoming running back, and that defense. All I gotta say is Aaron Donald. Now the Packers. A.J. Donald's hurt, broken thumb. Watson got a hamstring. Their tight end is hurt. All they really have is uh, Jones coming back and Reed. I mean, if C.J. can't stop Reed, I mean, what are we looking at? Actually, yeah. Hey, Rick, you, you, you're making some, a great case. But I, I, I just wonder, because it's a divisional opponent, they know what you're going to do, you know what they're going to do. So it, that's but more of not, a chess match. They're not 100%. I mean, we should have the upper edge for that. Last time they played us, they were all they were missing was, uh, I believe, Jones. Yeah. Reed killed us. Uh, Watson killed us. Watson's hamstring. I mean, I think it's the easy way out for us. I don't want to the Rams to come here and then you know something bad happens. I don't want to have a whole year thinking about that. So what if the Packers come here and something you. bad happens? No, 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 no. See, what I think Rico was saying. I don't know how to put this because I, I I do think this team is good. But what he was saying is, if they lose, you'd rather lose to Green Bay than lose to the Rams. Because if you lose to the Rams, you lost twice. Actually, you lost three times. You lost to the Rams. Stafford ended your dream season. And 
he still has a Super Bowl ring. I think that's why he wanted Green Bay. Well, then I guess it would be a fourth loss because then you have the Stafford lovers would win. They would say, see? No, no, no. It, it, yeah, but it would drive – Goff would get driven out of town. Seriously, he would show up to his house and there'd be a padlock and a sheriff's thing notice saying, you're evicted. Get your bleep together. We're giving you 30 days. You can go. 248-539-9797. Rams or Packers? Lions fans, which one do you want to see in the first round of the playoffs? Because it looks like you may get one of those two. Now, yes, there's an outside chance, I think, for the Seattle Seahawks. Maybe an outside chance for the Saints. But nine out of ten times, it's going to be one of these two teams. Which one would you like to see? We'll get to your phone calls. We're going to get to your ticket text as well, 97-1. Let's talk about the Chevy dealer in the area that's been leading the way. It's Hamilton Chevrolet in Warren. Andrew and his sales staff, they want to be a Chevy dealer. Heck, Andrew, now is the time to go see Andrew. He is floating on cloud nine because his Michigan Wolverines are in the national title game. Andrew may hook you up with something because he is just in that great of spirits. Now is a great time. They're going to find you every discount, rebate, and incentive to save your money. Get into Hamilton right now to take advantage of the great inventory of the 2024 Chevrolets. Ready for immediate delivery. Stop in. Pick out yours. The selection is best right now. Hamilton Chevrolet wants to thank Ron Marks. You know why? He listened to me. He took advantage of last month's Rico deal, and Ron drove off in a great deal on a Blazer. You know what I say. The best deals I found at 14 Mile and Mile, Ron Marks knew, you now know as well. You walk into Hamilton Chevrolet at 14 Mile and Mile, you tell them Rico sent you and make Hamilton Chevrolet your Chevy dealer. Visit HamiltonChevy.com. That's HamiltonChevy.com. Chevrolet, find new roads. So we talked earlier in the show, do you believe in the conspiracy theory that the leagues hate Detroit? And after what you saw with the two-point conversion taken off the board, was that the worst screw job you've seen from a referee? You can hit that Odyssey Rewind if you missed that segment. But right now, we're also talking about who do you want to see in the Lions wildcard weekend home playoff game. Kenny will be down there. Do you want to see the Rams? Do you want to see the Packers? It was funny because the last caller, he brought up something in a roundabout way. He made it seem, now I'm paraphrasing, but he made it seem like it would be easier if they lost to the Packers because it's the black and blue division rather than if you lost to the Rams. That would tear this city apart. I guess I look at it as a positive. You get a chance to exercise the demons, Matthew Stafford, you get to show if you're Jared Goff, you play the Packers, all right, they beat you Thanksgiving Day. They embarrassed you. Let's just call it what it is. They embarrassed you. You should have won that game. That was one of the BOGO games that I was giving away on that pregame show. Shocked when you lost. I thought you were going to end the streak. You didn't. America saw it because you were the only game in town. But if you're Jared Goff, you want to play the Rams. You need to play the Rams. You want to exercise. Forget about the Matthew Stafford. I'm looking at this from the Jared Goff perspective. They threw you away. You were so bad. 
They benched you. Sean McVay not, McVay, not only benched you, he then threw in extra draft picks. Please haul this couch away from my stadium. He's free, and let me put a stack of $100 bills on top of it to sweeten the deal. He basically treated Jared Goff like a car that you want stolen. Let's leave the keys in there. Let's fill up the tank and leave it running with a sign saying, please take me. If you're Jared Goff, you want the Rams. I think if you're the Lions, you want the Rams. 248-539-9797. Tony, you're on 97. I want the Rams. I want to see Walmart Taylor Swift up in the booth crying when she when they lose. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. It took a second for me, Tony, to get that. All right. You want to hear my, my uh, conspiracy? Yeah, go for it. 2001, Michigan, Michigan State, Sparty Bob operating the time clock. Uh, last second. Uh, yeah. Smoke, smoker. Smoker to duck it. Smoker to duck it. Smoker spikes the ball with no time left on the clock, except Sparty Bob gave him an extra second. Yeah. Yeah, that's one. That's I one. I was screaming. I was screaming at the TV, screaming at it. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Thanks for that call, Tony. Yeah, I know a lot of Michigan fans. That's one that still upsets you to this day. Was it one second left or not? I said it was. They Actually, here's the thing. The Big Ten actually came out and said it was like .2 seconds left, so therefore there was still a second left. So they, it was one kind of like what the NFL did with the Lions. They doubled down and said, no, 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 we were right. Big Ten came out on Monday and said they were right. Now they did also change the rules and says that the home team cannot keep track of the clock, which kind of admits to you, yeah, maybe it was something else going on there. 248-539-9797. David, a couple of ticket texts because I haven't done a good job with that. Oh, someone says, for God's sakes, for <laughs> for the sake of golf's revenge, gives us give us the Rams, they say. One more time. Yeah, I'm trying not to cough here. <clears throat> Sorry. Bobby Lane and Stafford, both from Highland Park, Texas. I thought Stafford would break the curse, but beating him in fourth field is what will break the curse, so I want the Rams. Okay. I'd rather play the Packers going against Comp and Nakua with our secondary. I don't want none of that smoke. That is Jeremy at home. But see, if you play the Rams, it's almost like two victories. Because not only did you beat the Rams, you beat Stafford. And as you, yeah, it it and then you move on, and hopefully it's the Cowboys and you're ready to to, to slay another dragon. You want to win. You do. You'll take a win over the Packers, but you beat the Rams. You know what it is, David? It's how you feel. You could have played Texas, beat them. It would have been good. You could have played Washington in the first round, beat them. It's good. But you know who you beat? You beat Bama. It meant more. You took down the SEC. Yeah, it meant something. Not only did you beat Bama, you beat the SEC. It was like two victories. That's what beating the Rams would be. Two victories. You took down the Rams. You took down Stafford. One more, we get back to the phone calls. 
I want the Packers. The Rams are a far better team than the Packers. If the Lions play the Rams, it's one and done for the Lions. Tom in Rochester. So, Ron, you say Ron? Tom. Tom. Tom is looking at it practically, saying, you know what? Green Bay is the lesser team. You want that. It's just funny because the Rams seem like they're going out of their way just to get that seven seed. They're not trying to play the Lions. They're not trying to come to Ford Field. And maybe maybe they're like Doug and they just want this embargoed and they don't want uh, what my man call her, dime store Taylor Swift. Yes, exactly. <laughs> they don't they don't want her up in the suite. But yeah, the fact that the 49ers are saying, we're not playing anybody, it's it's like your it's like the Ravens with the Steelers. Guys, we're not playing anybody. Just go out there and win this game. We don't want anybody hurt. We want no parts of this. We're already in Cabo for the next couple of weeks as we get ready for the divisional round. But then the Rams said, nah, can we join you? Is it a two for one? Packers, Packers already beat you this year. It's a divisional opponent. And I don't know if this team will be as focused to beat the Packers as they would be as focused to beat the Rams. Go back to the phone lines. See who's been holding on the longest. That would be Bobby. You're on 97.1. What's up, Rico? What's up, fellas? What's happening, Bobby? Give me the Rams all day long, all day. Like you said earlier, this is uh, vindication for Jared Goff, right? Uh, You know, he's always getting compared to, you know, the ex-girlfriend, Matt Stafford, right? The new girlfriend's always trying to live up to what the ex-girlfriend used to do. Right. So give me the Rams all day. Another thing with the Packers, you you know, it's going back to December of last year. It's tough to beat a team three out of four games. It's tough. Right. Especially a division opponent. They know you. They know your scheme. They know what you're going to do. You're you're too familiar. Give me the Rams all day. The, The Lions are a better team than both of them. I don't care who they're playing. Give me the Rams all day and and vindicate the Stafford, you know, lovers or whatever you want to call those Detroit Rams people. And uh, oh, yeah, I forgot day, about the Rams Detroit Rams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Bobby, yeah. I, I'm with give you. Me, I do. Give me the Rams. I, I think it's a two for one. If if you beat the Rams, you exercise demons and you also knock out Matthew Stafford. I think you will see the best game that Jared Goff has ever played in a Lions uniform. He may not be able to replicate that in the next week, but I think for one week, we're going to open up the phone lines and you're going to have people, if if people saying resign this man right here, right now, that's what I believe. 248-539-9797. Dave, we got time for one more. All right, let's get one more in. Brian, you're on 97.1. Hey, brother. Rico, you tell me if I'm crazy. Okay. I just seen a guy throw, throw 400 yards on the Lions and have four interceptions. But they trying to tell me that the Rams, that the Lions go beat the Rams or Green Bay. The Lions' backfield, defensive backfield, Rico, is trash. Hutchinson had the game of his life, and they, that guy still had 400. I mean, and they still got that they got lit up this week with that one receiver for Dallas. You talking Either about the Dak Prescott and C.D. Lamb. Right. Okay. Love or Stafford are going to light the Lions up. And I don't care. Hudson is going to have to have four um, sacks. 
they're going to be in a world of trouble if they play any one of those teams. And for people to call in here talking about the Lions better than Green Bay, I don't see it that way. Because right now I see the best thing that happened to the Lions, Rico, to have that controversy so they can't talk about golf throwing those picks or their defensive backfield getting laid up. Rico, if they play Green Bay, they are losing. So they they could come on the, uh, they could call us, they could call into your station and tell you that the Lions are better than Green Bay. They are not, and it, it's going to be proven when they lose to them in the playoffs. So the, the, so Bri- Brian, they, they who, Brian, who do you want, Green Bay or Rams? I'd rather be the Rams because I just don't think they could beat Green Bay. I don't think I can't. I, I I just don't see it, Rico. And I just see how they go. Okay, Rico, you you pretty smart in football. How do the Lions go solve, solve that defensive backfield problem that they have? How do they go solve that between now and the playoffs mm. with two good quarterbacks coming? Love is a good quarterback. Love is a good quarterback, Brian. I appreciate the phone call, but Love is still young. Love still makes not rookie mistakes, but just young quarterback mistakes where he forces the ball into some places. He overthrows. He misses receivers. Now, he does have some with Jaden Reed. That's <laughs> Reed. He's going to get a second deal. And it's not because he went to MSU. He's just out in Green Bay getting it done. Before we get back to your phone calls, and we're talking to the Lions fans who you want to see. You want to see the Rams. You want to see the Packers in two weeks in the wild card weekend. Because it looks like it's going to probably come down to one of those two teams. And it kind of looks like the Rams are doing everything they can not to come to Ford Field. So who would you rather see the Lions play? Before we get back to the phone lines and get back to your ticket text, did you guys see that the Pro Bowl rosters came out? Yes. Was there anything that shocked or surprised you? Not really. There was one for the Lions. Who? But I'm glad that the league recognized what we all saw. And that was Sam LaPorta. Sam Porter deserved to be on that team. But, you know, sometimes when it comes to sports, when you're a rookie, you don't get the benefit of the doubt. You almost got to do it again before they believe you're really good, unless you're like that number one pick that got overhyped. But to be the tight end on the Detroit Lions and get selected for the Pro Bowl, I like that. Is that a surprise? I don't think that's a surprise. Kenny, it's, it's a surprise because the league acknowledged it. We see it here. You got to remember not everybody sees things the way we see it in Detroit. That when you hear of tight ends outside Detroit, you still think, you know, Kelsey, Kittle. Like you, th- Laporta has now jumped into the conversation. That tells me nationally they see what we see. If you just take away the names and faces, though, and you just sort by statistics, you can be like this guy, this guy, and this guy. And, and Laporta's probably one of those guys. Well, well, then would you be surprised that – St. Brown wasn't on there. And then I was if about you're looking to say, at stats then. If you're looking at – and St. Brown shows me – I remember having this conversation in the preseason. Like, oh, he's a top five receiver. Like, guys, people don't see him that way outside of Detroit. People see Sam Laporta as one of the best tight ends. Now, I'm all right. Maybe that was the best thing that happened because he says he's he's ticked off and and you know he's going to want to take it out on the field and show that they they screwed up and they didn't put him on the Pro Bowl team, which really doesn't mean anything because they don't even play in the Pro Bowl game. And I think like the Lions had five people who made the team. I don't know what does that mean. You get to play in the flag football game. Yes, exactly. That's what it is. Congratulations. And you get to be involved in the games around it. You know, well, I mean, okay, here's competition. <laughs> 
Dirty little secret, Detroit Lions fans, you don't want any of your players in the Pro Bowl because that means they're headed to the Super Bowl. Okay? You're right. You don't want any of the alternates uh, trust to me, play. I had, people are like, oh, my God, your privileged team sent, like, half their team to the Pro Bowl. I'm like, and here's the good. Hopefully none of them play, and all the Lions alternates can go play in that game, that none of them go to the Pro Bowl to play whatever they do at the Pro Bowl. But, no, I, I like the fact that Laporta, Laporta got recognized nationally. You got something here. You stumbled upon that's a building block. He's going to get that second deal. Now, like I said, the Gibbs, Gibbs is going to be somebody that you're going to, we're going to have this conversation in about three, four years. What do you do with Gibbs? I promise you, we won't have this conversation with Laporta. You're not going to trade him away that you like you did Hawkinson. He's going to be your guy. You're going to pay him. He's going to be the one of the highest paid tight ends. Brace for it, Detroit. Because you don't want this guy going anyplace else. Sometimes you, you got to pay the price. If you want the best, you got to pay for the best. I have something for you. And I wish Mike was here for this one. Uh, one, Jay Johnson has been hired somewhere. <laughs> Just for you, Mike. <laughs> He's been hired as the offensive coordinator and quarterback. Wait, wait. And quarterback's coach. Quarterback's coach. Okay. Is it a group of five school? Yeah. Okay. In the South? No. In the North? Yeah. Group of five school in the North. Is it in the MAC? Please tell me. It's it is Mac. not in the MAC. Hmm. Okay, where is he going, David? He's going to Wyoming. <laughs> no, he's really not going anywhere special. He's going to Wyoming. Oh, my God. Somehow, I got a feeling, David, when I tell Mike this news. <laughs> All right. You know what? Sure. Wyoming, out there in the middle of nowhere. Nobody will see your horrible offense whatsoever. Hmm. All right. You know what? I have no ill will for him. Godspeed. If he wanted to, he can go run the Georgia offense. I mean, they need all the help they can get. And, you know, he can't beat Mama. And Lord knows, I saw what Michigan did to Bama. Rico, that's one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I deserve that one, Kenny. I'll give you that. That's that's one on me. All right. Let's go back to the phone lines. Cliff, you're on 97.1. How you doing, everyone? Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, Cliff. I say the Rams and the why is because Stafford is not a mobile quarterback. Mm. Otherwise, I say this, that the question is nobody wants to see the Lions coming. That's the real deal. I mean, we just beat Dallas, got cheated on. We threw two interceptions, got a freak 90-some-odd-yard touchdown, and still won the game. So, I say Lions. Okay, Cliff, yeah. Cliff, Cliff, between, be, yeah. between me and you, you know they didn't win, right? I mean, you understand what I'm saying. They I know, no, no. They got cheated out of the game. Right. Yeah, right. But, they got cheated but, out of the game. But before yeah. you talk about the, 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 the fluke 
touchdown to CeeDee Lamb. Remember, he also had one that he ran in that you got caught a break on. So I think that's okay. that washes. But I see what you're saying. Nobody wants to play the Lions. Correct. You right. You may be right because the Rams are going out of their way not to win this game against the 49ers. That's correct. And the 49ers don't want to. I mean, again, technically, I understand we lost the game, but really, we just beat Dallas in Dallas. Mm-hmm. And Dallas is a, is a big bad team now. Understand? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's funny that they got look like they're going to get Philadelphia. So. It's all real. Hold on. We'll never hold on. Technically, you lost okay. in Dallas. David, let okay, him have yeah. this one. Okay. Let him have this one. That's okay. No, I'm, I'm, Cliff, look at me. Don't look at David. Just look at me and keep talking. Yeah. So, my point is, and we know there is no perfect team. And let's understand, two years ago, we were the laughing stock. So, we've come, this, this group that we have now, from the owner down to Spillman, the GM, and our, and our coach, and the staff, we are solid together. They are all for one and one for all. So no matter what happens, this team is here to stay, not just now, but in the future as well. I appreciate the phone call, Cliff, because, David, they beat the Cowboys. Cliff is talking into existence. He doesn't believe in this NF, no, no, no. They won the game. They did. All your phone calls, we're going to get to those. We're going to get to your ticket text. Lions fans, very simple question. Who do you want to see wild card weekend at Ford Field? Do you want Matthew Stafford and the Rams, or do you want payback for Thanksgiving Day, Jordan Love and the Packers? So we talked earlier in the show, do you believe in the conspiracy theory that the leagues hate Detroit. And after what you saw with the two-point conversion taken off the board, was that the worst screw job you've seen from a referee? You can hit that Odyssey Rewind if you missed that segment. But right now, we're also talking about who do you want to see in the Lions wildcard weekend home playoff game. Kenny will be down there. Do you want to see the Rams? Do you want to see the Packers? It was funny because the last caller – he brought up something in a roundabout way. He made it seem, now he, I, I'm paraphrasing, but he made it seem like it would be easier if they lost to the Packers because it's the black and blue division rather than if you lost to the Rams. That would tear this city apart. I guess I look at it as a positive. You get a chance to exercise the demons of Matthew Stafford. You get to show if you're Jared Goff, you play the Packers, all right, they beat you Thanksgiving Day. They embarrassed you. Let's just call it what it is. They embarrassed you. You should have won that game. That was one of the BOGO games that I was giving away on that pregame show. Shocked when you lost. I thought you were going to end the streak. You didn't. America saw it because you were the only game in town. But if you're Jerry Goff, you want to play the Rams. You need to play the Rams. You want to exercise – Forget about the Matthew Stafford. I'm looking at this from the Jared Goff perspective. They threw you away. You were so bad. They benched you. Sean McVay not, McVay, not only benched you, he then threw in extra draft picks. Please haul this couch away from my stadium. He's free, and let me put a stack of $100 bills on top of it to sweeten the deal. 
He basically treated Jared Goff like a car that you want stolen. Let's leave the keys in there. Let's fill up the tank and leave it running with a sign saying, please take me. If you're Jared Goff, you want the Rams. I think if you're the Lions, you want the Rams. 248-539-9797. Tony, you're on 97. I want the Rams. I want to see Walmart, Taylor Swift up in the booth crying when she when they lose. Okay. Who's, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. It took a second for me, Tony, to get that. All right. You want to hear my, my uh, conspiracy? Yeah, go for it. 2001, Michigan, Michigan State, Sparty Bob operating the time clock. Uh, last second. Uh, yeah. Smoke, smoker. Smoker to duck it. Smoker to duck it. Smoker spikes the ball with no time left on the clock, except Sparty Bob gave him an extra second. Yeah. Yeah, that's one. That's I one. I was screaming. I was screaming at the TV, screaming at it. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Thanks for that call, Tony. Yeah, I know a lot of Michigan fans. That's one that still upsets you. To this day, was it one second left or not? I said it was. They actually, here's the thing the Big Ten actually came out and said it was like 0.2 seconds left. So, therefore, there was still a second left. So, they, it was one kind of like what the NFL did with the Lions. They doubled down and said, no, 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 we were right. Big Ten came out on Monday and said they were right. Now, they did also change the rules and says that the home team cannot keep track of the clock, which kind of admits to you, yeah, maybe it was something else going on there. 248-539-9797. David, a couple of ticket texts because I haven't done a good job with that. Oh, someone says, for God's sakes, for <laughs> for the sake of golf's revenge, gives us give us the Rams, they say. One more time. Yeah, I'm trying not to <laughs> cough here. <clears throat> Sorry. Bobby Lane and Stafford, both from Highland Park, Texas. I thought Stafford would break the curse. But beating him in four field is what will break the curse. So I want the Rams. Okay. I'd rather play the Packers going against Cup and Nakua with our secondary. I don't want none of that smoke. That is Jeremy at home. But see, if you play the Rams, it's almost like two victories. Because not only did you beat the Rams, you beat Stafford. And as you, yeah, it it. And then you move on, and hopefully it's the Cowboys, and you're ready to, to, to slay another dragon. You want to win. You do. You'll take a win over the Packers. But you beat the Rams. You know what it is, David? It's how you feel. You could have played Texas, beat them. That would have been good. You could have played Washington in the first round, beat them. It's good. But you know who you beat? You beat Bama. It meant more. You took down the SEC. Yeah, you, it meant yeah. something. Not only did you beat Bama, you beat the SEC. It was like two victories. That's what beating the Rams would be. Two victories. You took down the Rams. You took down Stafford. One more, we get back to the phone call. I want the Packers. The Rams are a far better team than the Packers. If the Lions play the Rams, it's one and done for the Lions. Tom in Rochester. So, Ron... You say Ron? Tom. Tom. Tom is looking at it practically, saying, you know what? Green Bay is the lesser team. You want that. It's just funny because the Rams seem like they're going out of their way just to get that seven seed. 
they're not trying to play the Lions. They're not trying to come to Ford Field. And maybe maybe they're like Doug and they just want this embargoed and they don't want uh, what my man call her, dime store Taylor Swift. Yes, exactly. <laughs> they don't they don't want her up in the suite. But yeah, the fact that the 49ers are saying we're not playing anybody. It's it's like your it's like the Ravens with the Steelers. Guys, we're not playing anybody. Just go out there and win this game. We don't want anybody hurt. We want no parts of this. We're already in Cabo for the next couple of weeks as we get ready for the divisional round. But then the Rams said, nah, can we join you? Is it a two for one? Packers, Packers already beat you this year. It's a divisional opponent. And I don't know if this team will be as focused to beat the Packers as they would be as focused to beat the Rams. Go back to the phone lines. Let's see who's been holding on the longest. That would be Bobby. You're on 97-1. What's up, Rico? What's up, fellas? How What's are What's happening, you? Bobby? Give me the Rams all day long, all day. Like you said earlier, this is a vindication for Jared Goff, right? Uh, you know, he's always getting compared to, you know, the ex-girlfriend, Matt Stafford, right? The new girlfriend's always trying to live up to what the ex-girlfriend used to do, right? So give me the Rams all day. Another thing with the Packers, you, you know, it's going back to December of last year, it's tough to beat a team three out of four games. It's tough, right? Especially a division opponent. They know you. They know your scheme. They know what you're going to do. You're too familiar. Give me the Rams all day. The, the Lions are a better team than both of them. I don't care who they're playing. Give me the Rams all day and, and vindicate the Stafford, you know, lovers or whatever you want to call those Detroit Rams people. And uh, Oh, yeah, I all forgot day, about the Rams Detroit Rams. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, Bobby, yeah. I, I'm with give you. Me, I do. Give me the Rams. I, I think it's a two-for-one if, if you beat the Rams – you exercise demons, and you also knock out Matthew Stafford. I think you will see the best game that Jared Goff has ever played in a Lions uniform. He may not be able to replicate that in the next week, but I think for one week, we're going to open up the phone lines, and you're going to have people if, if people saying, re-sign this man right here, right now. That's what I believe. Two four eight five three nine nine seven nine seven. Dave, we got time for one more. All right, let's get one more in. Brian, you're on ninety seven one. Hey, brother Rico, you tell me if I'm crazy. Okay. I just seen a guy throw throw four hundred yards on the Lions and have four interceptions. But they trying to tell me that the Rams that the Lions go beat the Rams or Green Bay. The Lions backfield defensive backfield Rico is trash. Hutchinson had the game of his life. And they, that guy still had 400. I mean, and they still got that. They got lit up this week with that one receiver for Dallas. You talking about the Dak Prescott and CD Lamb? Right. Okay. Love or Stafford are going to light the Lions up, and I don't care. Hudson is going to have to have four um, sacks. They're going to be in a world of trouble. They play any one of those teams, and for people to call in here talking about the Lions better than Green Bay, I don't see it that way. Because right now I see. The best thing happened to the Lions, Rico, to have that controversy so they can't talk about golf throwing those picks or their defensive backfield getting lit up. Rico, if they play Green Bay, they are losing. So they, they could come on, a, uh, they could call us, they could call into your station and tell you that the Lions are better than Green Bay. They are not. 
and it, it's going to be proven when they lose to them in the playoffs. So, the, the, so Bri- it, Brian, they, they who, Brian, who do you want, Green Bay or Rams? I'd rather be the Rams because I just don't think they could break Green Bay. I don't think I can't. I, I I just don't see a Rico, and I just see how they go. Okay, Rico, you you pretty smart in football. How are the Lions go solve solve that defensive backfield problem that they have? How they go solve that between now and the playoffs mm-hmm. with two good quarterbacks coming? Love is a good quarterback. Love is a good quarterback, Brian. I appreciate the phone call, but Love is still young. Love still makes. Not rookie mistakes, but just young quarterback mistakes where he forces the ball into some places, he overthrows, he misses receivers. Now, he does have some with Jaden Reed. That's Reed, he's going to get a second deal. And it's not because he went to MSU. He's just out in Green Bay getting it done. Before we get back to your phone calls, and we're talking to the Lions fans who you want to see, you want to see the Rams, you want to see the Packers in two weeks in the wild card weekend. Cause it looks like it's going to probably come down to one of those two teams. And it kind of looks like the Rams are doing everything they can not to come to Ford field. So who would you rather see the lions play before we get back to the phone lines and get back to your ticket text? Did you guys see that the pro bowl rosters came out? Yes. Was there anything that shocked or surprised you? Not really. There was one for the Lions. Who? But I'm glad that the league recognized what we all saw. And that was Sam Laporta. Sam Laporta deserved to be on that team. But, you know, sometimes when it comes to sports, when you're a rookie, you don't get the benefit of the doubt. You almost got to do it again before they believe you're really good, unless you're like that number one pick that got overhyped. But to be the tight end on the Detroit Lions and get selected for the Pro Bowl, I like that. Is that a surprise? I don't think that's a surprise. Kenny, it's it's a surprise because the league acknowledged it. We see it here. You got to remember, not everybody sees things the way we see it in Detroit. That when you hear of tight ends outside Detroit, you still think, you know, Kelsey, Kittle. Like you, th- Laporta has now jumped into the conversation. That tells me nationally they see what we see. If you just take away the names and faces, though, and you just sort by statistics, you can be like this guy, this guy, and this guy. And, and Laporte is probably one of those guys. Well, well, then would you be surprised that St. Brown wasn't on there? And then, I was if about you're to looking say, at stats then. If you're looking at – and St. Brown shows me – I remember having this conversation in the preseason. Like, oh, he's a top five receiver. Like, guys, people don't see him that way outside of Detroit. People see Sam Laporta – as one of the best tight ends. Now, I'm all right. Maybe that was the best thing that happened because he says he's he's ticked off and and you know he's going to want to take it out on the field and show that they they screwed up and they didn't put him on the Pro Bowl team, which really doesn't mean anything because they don't even play in the Pro Bowl game. And I think, like, the Lions had five people who made the team. I don't know. What does that mean? You get to play in the flag football game? Yes, exactly. That's what it is. Congratulations. And you get to be involved in the games around it. You know, well, I mean, the, okay, here's competition. Dirty little secret. Detroit Lions fans, you don't want any of your players in the Pro Bowl because that means they're headed to the Super Bowl. Okay? You're right. You don't want any of the alternates I, trust to me, play. I had, people are like, oh, my God, your privileged team sent, like, half their team to the Pro Bowl. I'm like, and here's the good – Hopefully none of them play, and all the Lions alternates can go play in that game. That none of them go to the Pro Bowl to play 
whatever they do at the Pro Bowl. But no, I, I like the fact that Laporta, Laporta got recognized nationally. You got something here. You stumbled upon. That's a building block. He's going to get that second deal. Now, like I said, the Gibbs, Gibbs is going to be somebody that you're going to, we're going to have this conversation in about three, four years. What do you do with Gibbs? I promise you, we won't have this conversation with Laporta. You're not going to trade him away that you like you did Hawkinson. He's going to be your guy. You're going to pay him. He's going to be the one of the highest paid tight ends. Brace for it, Detroit, because you don't want this guy going anyplace else. Sometimes you, you got to pay the price. If you want the best, you got to pay for the best. I have something for you, and I wish Mike was here for this one. Uh, one, Jay Johnson has been hired somewhere. <laughs> Just for you, Mike. He's been hired as the offensive coordinator and quarterback. Wait, wait. And quarterback's coach. Quarterback's coach. Okay. Is it a group of five school? Yeah. Okay. In the south? No. In the north? Yeah. Group of five school in the north. Is it in the MAC? Please tell me. It's it in is the Mac. not in the MAC. Hmm. Okay, where is he going, David? He's going to Wyoming. <laughs> no, he's really not going anywhere special. He's going to Wyoming. Oh, my God. Somehow, I got a feeling, David, when I tell Mike this news. <laughs> All right, you know what? Sure, Wyoming, out there in the middle of nowhere. Nobody will see your horrible offense whatsoever. Hmm. All right, you know what? I have no ill will for him. Godspeed. If he wanted to, he can go run the Georgia offense. I mean, they need all the help they can get. And, you know, he can't beat Bama, and Lord knows I saw what Michigan did to Bama. Rico? That's one. <laughs> okay. I deserve that one, Kenny. I'll give you that. That's that's one on me. All right. Let's go back to the phone lines. Cliff, you're on 97-1. How you doing, everyone? Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, Cliff. I say the Rams... And the why is because Stafford is not a mobile quarterback. Mm. Otherwise, I'd say this, that the question is, nobody wants to see the Lions coming. That's the real deal. I mean, we just beat Dallas, got cheated on. We threw two interceptions, got a freak 90-some-odd-yard touchdown, and still won the game. So I say Lions. Okay, Cliff, yeah. Cliff, Cliff, between, be, yeah. between me and you, you know they didn't win, right? I mean, you understand what I'm saying. They know, no, no, no. They got cheated out of the game. Right. But before yeah. you talk about the 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 fluke touchdown to CeeDee Lamb, remember he also had one that he ran in that you got caught a break on. So I think well, that's okay. a, that washes. But I see what you're saying. Nobody wants to play the Lions. Correct. You're right. You may be right because the Rams the are going out of their way not to win this game against the 49ers. That's correct. And the 49ers don't want to – I mean, again, technically, I understand we lost the game. But really, 
we just beat Dallas in Dallas. Mm -hmm. And Dallas is a, is a big, bad team now. Understand. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think it's funny that they got look like they're going to get Philadelphia. So it's all real. Well, hold on. We'll never, hold we'll on. Technically, you lost okay. in Dallas. David, let okay, him have yeah. this one. Okay. Let him have this one. That's okay. No, I'm, I'm, Cliff, look at me. Don't look at David. Just look at me and keep talking. Yeah. So my point is, and we no, there is no perfect team. And let's understand, two years ago, we were the laughing stock. So we've come, this, this group that we have now, from the owner down to Spillman, the GM, and our, and our coach and the staff, we are solid together. They are all for one and one for all. So no matter what happens, this team is here to stay, not just now but in the future as well. All right. Appreciate the phone call, Cliff, because David, they beat the Cowboys. Cliff is talking into existence. He doesn't believe in this. NF no, no, no. They won the game. They did. All your phone calls, we're going to get to those. We're going to get to your ticket text. Lions fans, very simple question. Who do you want to see wild card weekend at Ford Field? Do you want Matthew Stafford and the Rams or do you want payback for Thanksgiving Day? Jordan Love and the Packers. All right, let's get to Roger before we hand this thing over to Rieger and Wojo. Roger, you're on 97.1. How you doing? Hey, I'm a 60-year-old Lions fan that left Detroit about 40 years ago, and I've been a Lions fan in L.A. for about 15 years, and now I'm a Lions fan in Chicago. And I just want to say uh, – for, for Lions fans everywhere, for people that liked Matt Stafford, like I did, and for Jared Goff, I think the best thing in the world would be for, Jer for the Rams to come into Detroit for Jared Goff to beat the team that fired him. And I think that'll show not only Jared Goff, but Detroit, what kind of quarterback they got going forward. Okay. So you're saying that uh, – I, I do. I agree. I think that Roger Goff – I think Goff's going to have the best game of his life if he goes out there and plays. I really do. Yeah, I, I do. And I think, you know what, in, in some ways, I think this is uh, this would be a bigger game to him than a Super Bowl uh, or, or just as big because, you know, imagine what it's like to, to beat the guy or beat the, the company that fired you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I just look at it as the ex-girlfriend. You always want to look a little bit better when you know she is going to be there as well. So... Uh, David, a couple ticket texts as we wait on the guys who are at Buffalo Wild Wings tonight. I love the story of the Rams coming here, but I want to shut the cheese heads up. So that's who I want. I want the Packers here for the playoffs. I want to see the Rams and Stafford come in and hang 50 on the Lions. He will send them home packing. Wow, I guess that's not a Wait, Lions wait, wait. Fan. They want the Rams to hang 50 on the Lions? Yes. Oh. I want Stafford to do that to the Lions. Wow. Mm. I want to see the Rams so we can see all those Detroit Rams fans come out to cheer on their beloved quarterback, Matthew Stafford. I do Tim wonder if, 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 if it is the Rams, and guys, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but David, what happens if the Rams win? Like, who sticks around? Do the Detroit Rams fans show up and stick around and cheer for the Rams at the end and send them off to the next round of the playoffs? Do you wear your Detroit Rams shirt 
Do you have it underneath your Lions shirt? Just in case. Oh, wait. The Lions lost, and you quickly take off the Ram- the Lions shirt, and there you have your Detroit Rams gear on underneath. I would much rather play Green Bay again at home. I rather, I really hate to have to play Stafford and root against him. There's mm. one of those Detroit Rams fans right there. That's so you Trevor can't in New Boston. Root against Stafford. Wojo has joined me. Rieger, he'll join us sometime out at uh, B Dubs in Lake Orion. Um, I'm I'm here in the studio. But Rieger is holding down the masses there and eating the wings for me. And honestly. You okay? You need to catch your breath? Well, yes, I do. <laughs> it's been a very busy day. It's been a very busy day. But honestly, if any Lions fan were still to be rooting for Stafford at any point during that game, before that game, or after that game, you are the softest little bitch I've ever seen. If you are, I understand when you weren't involved, when it was just the Rams to the Super, okay, you can have your little fun. It ends then, right? Immediately ends. You would think, but there, there are people who don't want to play the Rams because they're afraid if the staffer comes in here and wins, it'll tear the city apart. Oh, no, I believe... It will. No, no, no. It would tear them apart if Stafford won. That's what I'm saying. If Stafford came here and when the Rams won... It would tear Detroit apart because it would. Jared Goff might as well pack up his stuff. Oh, and that would leave. be bad. That would be bad. Hey, hey yeah. guys, you guys realize the Rams want no part of the Lions. The Rams, they want yeah. no part of the Lions at all. So, as much as Lions fans might be afraid of the Rams, the Rams are afraid to come to Detroit. Ooh. I have proof. I'll give it to Wojo. I have proof oh, they're, they're afraid to come to Detroit. Okay, well, I won't steal your show, but. Um, because I feel like you, I've had three shows today, not with Rico. <laughs> I had to do two pods. I haven't talked to Rico yeah. at all today. Oh, do... shut up. Yes, you have. No, yeah. I, I had to I, do I, two was... pods this morning, and then I had to come in and do this show. Wow. I got to do a pod smart. later. Hey, I got to come back and do the wings after this Buffalo Wild Wings till 10 15. How about oh that? But, Rico, I'll, I'll say this. Yes. Yes. I do think I think the Lions would be more focused if it was the Rams, but yeah, the Rams have opted out for the rest of the year. The Packers already beat you on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And here's the other thing. Mm hmm. They're young and dumb enough not to realize the situation that they're in. Mm-hmm. So I don't think there's any pressure on them. They're just like, oh, Rico. so this is the playoffs, huh? All right, let's go have fun. I think you're dead on. Add that to the fact that uh, Aaron Jones will be healthy. They had seven guys missing on Thanksgiving, and nobody talks about it, but Jordan Love can run the football, and Matthew Stafford can't. So I think you add all that, not to mention we know divisional games are tougher than non-divisional games. So I agree with you. I, I think, think the Packers would be a tougher matchup. No, I, I actually agree with that, too, that they would be tougher because you would have all the emotional advantages against Stafford and the Rams. Yes. You would. You, that, those defensive players. I think Goff would play the best game of his life. Right. Yeah, And that offensive line will not let Goff lose. Right. The Packers would come in with nothing to lose. You spoil, You ended their season last year on the last game. They wouldn't end it, but they could spoil your season to a certain degree. Yes, you would rather play the Rams, although me, because I don't like to see so much strife and Rieger's head explode, I want nothing to do with the Rams from that standpoint. You're embargoing it from your show. Rieger, Mm -hmm. I got one quick question for you before Mm -hmm. I... Uh, Minnesota will beat Michigan today, yes. Is that your question? 
even oh, though Michigan's favored. I forgot about the college basketball was going on. No. Rico, are you going to that Penn State game? It's, it's, if I can get you to shut up so I can finish the show, <laughs> yes. We had a Rieger, caller. keep talking. We had a caller, and I said, this is a Jeff Rieger caller. If Stafford does win here, do yes. you cheer for him at the end of the game? And I said, you know what? I got to ask Rieger that because that screams Jeff Rieger. They cheer for him like, like the people him. at Ford Field. Oh, no. no. Do they cheer for Stafford at all that game? That's the question. No. 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 You, no. you are an awful human being exactly. and an awful Detroiter if you cheer for Stafford. Last time okay. I'll ever agree with Rieger. Yes. Uh, Rieger. No, no, Rico, they already cheered for him for crying out loud. Stop they bought it. his jerseys and Detroit Rams shirts. So, Come Rieger, on, no. you guys are breaking down the Minnesota-Michigan game. Big right? game. Yep, okay. that's a big game. Yeah, but we're going to start with that. Then we'll get to Penn State to Michigan State. Okay. Should be a big one. All right. A good one. <laughs> Uh, Wojo oh. and Rieger. Rico, up next. happy yes. new year. Woo! Happy new happy year. New. Woo. 971. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.